Red Dead 2 has taken everyone's money, all of it in the entire world. It's at goddamn records, but does it deserve it? We'll talk about that. Also, it looks like Zelda TV shows in the works, so we'll figure out what that is right here on this Hylian bowl of dude soup. Mm. I like that Hylian Oh, new bowl. intro. So they didn't like it when you zoomed in? Uh, no, it was just a theory. <laughs> I, uh, so dude soup views have been declining. Uh, and I theorized that it was synonymous with when I started doing canned, canned intros. Well, because people would be like, oh, it's just this one guy, and they wouldn't like get that it's a panel podcast situation. Interesting. Who, yeah, who, well, also, it may not be that. If, if we got a good title and thumbnail and somebody clicks and sees my greasy mug, they might, might control, control W that tab as fast as possible. Maybe it's the opposite, uh, where you should have gone closer. That if it was just, if it was yeah. just this. Can you inject synthol into your face? Why don't you Because if I really like synthol face, <laughs> if I really Looking start sick. smushing this thing Probably. around. Whoa. Probably. Sorry, you have the you have the gland where you have the stretchy skin. Is that a thing? It's some yeah, it's something about some gland in your body. I definitely don't know. Some people skin. can stretch farther. Like I cannot stretch like that. I mean, yeah. you can't tell because my beard. But wow, my rubber, skin doesn't rubber. stretch. I, some people also have like earlobes that are connected to their faces mm -hmm. and ones that aren't. Oh, yours, yeah. yours are Mine connected. Are connected. I Mine can't do not. like really dangly '90s earrings. Oh, yeah, me either. Dang. <laughs> I want to be like the cool kid from the Lassie film remake who had a piercing up here. That is, is Kirsten cool. Dunst. Sure. I want to be like uh, Shelley Williams, Chris O'Donnell from Batman Forever. He had a cool earring too. The edgiest Robin you've ever seen, until fuck Batman, Robin. Uh, I'm joined by three people to discuss uh, Red Dead and the future of Zelda. There's John, Lon Lon Smith, Smith. It's good. I like that. We're good. It's gonna get worse. Adam, missing heart piece, Kovic. I'll take it. Yeah, and then uh, Alana, dead horse fairy, Pierce. Okay. It was only recently made aware to me that by Jacob that there is a fairy in Breath of the Wild that brings your dead horses back to life. What? So mm. her entire purview is watching over the deceased horses of the Hylian realm. Mm. Huh. Huh. I is? like the way they... Kill your horses? No, uh, that's bad. The way the, the horses, the fairies look terrifying. Yeah, they're like, awesome. They don't ever try to make them look any more human. There, there, were some, there were some banging fairies in Twilight Princess, as I recall. I was definitely attracted to the fairy in Ocarina of Time. Oh yeah. Oh but yeah. But that's because it was like maybe the first like slightly naked woman I'd ever seen. She had a big old schnauzer too. Didn't yeah. know it was a woman. What? <laughs> I think. So, but she went. Ooh. I thought it was it was just like a sort of like David Bowie esque like <laughs> like it, it could it wasn't human it 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 was humanoid but it was it wasn't meant to look like one or the other. That's you, what I was like. Yeah. Are you saying you're not attracted to David Bowie? Not currently. <laughs> <laughs> Have been. I mean, okay, go. yeah, Labyrinth, Man of... Yeah, there, there was a time, sure, but... Man, I was like, what's Whoa. that lump in his pants? It, it's like being attracted to Tilda Swinton. I'm like, back and forth. I'm like, oh, yeah, she looks great. Oh, not, not anymore. But then, oh, yeah, she looks hot. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I think David Bowie's hot. Omar, I swear was. I heard you about to say something. He and coughed. if that was true, I want to hear what it is. Oh, I, I don't remember. I think it was the horse fairy gets pissed at you if you, like, kill your horses. That makes well. Nice. Wait, no, that's keeping her in business. God, stay in your lane, dead horse fairy. Anyway, this podcast is brought to you by three sponsors: Mac Weldon, Mint Mobile, and Mugsy Jeans. I think I'll start with M. All right, uh, you can go to macweldon.com and get twenty percent off your entire order using our promo code Soup. Uh, you can cut your wireless bill to fifteen bucks a month and get free shipping on your Mint Mobile SIM card at mintmobile.com/dude. And go to mugsyjeans.com. That's M-U-G-S-Y jeans.com. Get a pair of the most comfortable men's jeans in the world and use the code DUDE for $10 off. Uh, so first, I mean, I, I'm really excited to talk about Zelda. 
Mm-hmm. But we'll get through this real quick. I just realized they rendered breasts on on the fairies. Yeah, I never noticed yeah. that before. That's why. Well, it's because you're playing on a four yeah, by four exactly. television. I oh, guess yeah. they were meant to be female. Okay. Yeah, you totally got big old, big old eye gouging boobs. Yeah, with a lot of under. I guess I had a tiny TV. I'm sorry. Wow. We got My you, bad. You were poor. I mean, that's wild. I had a tiny TV, <laughs> and I just imagined boobs on everything. Yeah, probably same. That's healthy. <laughs> I mean, Link can be anything you want. <sighs> I, I imagine if you were to look up his tunic, it would just be smooth like a Ken doll. What? Probably, yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, he right. doesn't say I a word. I forgot about it. I haven't played much Majora's, Majora's Mask. Mask. I was very frightened by the little mm-hmm. Deku, uh, Deku scrub. When when John is confused, he'll let you know he's confused. Yes. That's I, what I like about it. It's just, ha! Huh? <laughs> John's expressive. That makes him <laughs> and uh, all uniquely go, suited for this. Yeah, it's Link as a Deku now. What's going on? And you go, when did you? Oh, yes. And then, well, I was in the <laughs> call with John for a bit today, and he lost things four times in yep. like a 20-minute span. How, is life like an adventure for you? It is. Every very day? much so. Yeah. That's. I always ask. New discoveries. Jess always loses her phone because she doesn't wear pockets because she's a, a lady. Uh, and every day we'll get in the car. It's like, where's my phone? Where's my phone? And it's like, <laughs> every day is so exciting for you. It's just like, I, I, my, my life's so boring. I know where everything is. I lost uh, my gym badge, twice. My, gla- my, twice, my glasses, and my phone wow. all in the span of about three minutes. It was wild. Do you not feel like this robs you of other life experiences that if you weren't looking for your phone, you could, I don't know, have mastered the piano by now? Mm. Uh, Maybe I just don't know what I'm missing out on. It's been it's constant for my whole life. Fair enough. Yeah. Are you missing out on uh, the hit video game Red Dead Redemption 2? Hell no, I ain't. Good. Uh, Partner? You are are one of the many consumers that helped Red Dead Redemption 2 have the biggest opening weekend of all time in any entertainment ever. Um, So, yeah. Here's the headline with over, and this is from Business Wire. With over 725 million in worldwide retail sell-through during its first three days, Red Dead Redemption 2 is the second highest-grossing entertainment launch of all time, next to Rockstar Games' previously released title Grand Theft Auto V, which achieved over 1 billion in retail sell-through in three days. This is the biggest weekend because Grand Theft Auto V launched on a Tuesday. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 launched on a Friday, so that its opening weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, is the same as the first three days of Grand Theft Auto V, which launched on a Tuesday, so it still has the highest weekend. I believe it also means that Red Dead... Redemption 2 is the second biggest entertainment opening of all time. Yeah, of ever. Underneath GTA 5, <laughs> which is insane. Yep. Uh, worldwide openings for movies of Infinity War leads at 640 million. Damn. Uh, followed by The Fate of the Furious at 541 million and <laughs> The Force Awakens at 528 million. <laughs> Why did you giggle? <laughs> Whoa, I, I'm not <laughs> doubting the greatness of the Fast and Furious franchise, not at all. Good. He surfed on a car door. Actually, and then a didn't submarine see it. exploded. I didn't see it. How did you know? We did see that one. I was thoroughly confused. It's well, because I, I've seen Fast and Furious 1 through 2. I've dabbled in Tokyo Drift, and then everything else is a mystery. Mm-hmm. And then we all went and saw the new one, and they're yeah. like, like, was it Pe- <laughs> Pedro Pascal shows up, I think, or something? Huh? Isn't he a, the, whoever the bad guy was with the, the safe? Charlize Theron. They're talking about. Five? Wait. I don't know. All I know is a guy from one of the previous movies shows up, and they look at him like, you're back! And I'm like, who? <laughs> they definitely have lore. Like, oh, no, absolutely. They There's, got deep-ass lore. Yeah. yeah well, to... yeah, Lawrence tried explaining it to us one time <laughs> visually, and it was very confusing. Yeah, I need to, like, get a dry erase board and really diagram it out. Because there's some, like, there's some timeline fuckery going on. Characters die, but then come back with amnesia, and they're evil. 
but then they're what? not even. Yeah, this this is all oh. like canon. You should yeah, you should do like a chalkboard explanation. Are yeah, we'll watch timelines? it. <laughs> no, just there, things are out of order. People theorize there may have been, but it all got tied together. Wow, all got tied up. So, yeah, no, it's it's great. It's it, airtight. The next one, they're going to invent an interdimensional rift machine. And people keep saying that yeah. it should be Transformers. Like well, It's either time travel, I mean space, then time travel, then alternate timelines, where an evil, well, they're kind of evil already. That's the thing, they have to keep it grounded, though. An evil Vin cars. Diesel. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Vin Diesel is a car. They were racing a submarine. Okay. So there's they that. weren't racing it, they I guess were they racing chasing to stop them. it. Mm. They raced a submarine? Yeah. And they drift around it in the air. And then it shoots torpedoes that go out on the ice, and somebody reaches out and physically grabs a torpedo and what turns it around. What someone? The Rock, the rock did, did that. that. Sorry. Some I didn't want to spoil it. I don't know. I didn't want to spoil it. I've been missing it's out. It's in the trailer. Yeah. Well, everything was in the right. trailer. The whole movie's in the trailer. What, what world-class talent can appear in, in Fast and Furious that isn't already in it? That's a good point. Kevin Tom Hart. Cruise. Idris Elba? Kevin Hart's Kevin probably Hart. in it. Idris Elba. I wouldn't know. He's already There's had movie the next one. He voiced really? the car. Yeah. Cars don't talk. Tom Hardy's not in it yet. Wait, Idris Elba's in it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he got confirmed to be in the next one. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Bumblebee movie looks cool, though. Jeff Bridges. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'm actually excited about Bumblebee. She is, she is Rick Rolls and he shoots the tape out. Whoa. Bumblebee actually looks like they've brought it back to center. They've grounded it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least based on the trailer, who knows what the movie's going to be like. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess it's back to the, like, 80s adventure vibe of, like, small-town kid with a denim jacket gets paired with extraterrestrial force, and they go on a wacky madcap adventure. Kind I of liked thing. the first one. Well, yeah, hopefully I, if, they, if they can yeah. remove any sort of, like, U.S. military <laughs> subplot, that's a third of the movie they don't have to show. If you just focus on the fucking robot and the fucking kid, is Michael you Bader have a Transformers movie. There is he's, a military he's, subplot. He's producing it, but... Ah. Then he he's either screaming into a speakerphone to include a military subplot, or it's already in the movie. No, that's yeah. the the Deformicons. Uh, what are they? Decepticons. <laughs> Deformicons. Deformicons. They oh, like they come to the military and they're like, we need to stop Bumblebee. He's he's a deformed? he's a slug bug. I like the, the idea the, that those are separate. I've ones. seen that yeah. in the trailer. The Deformicons are the same yeah. thing. They're just like missing a limb. <laughs> <laughs> the third Please help me. The disabled cons. <laughs> Does he transform into a wheelchair? Twenty eighteen has gone too far. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, have they not done that? Like a, a differently abled like transformer to be like kind of inclusive. But he transforms like he's like roll out literally. <laughs> and it's like, I'm oh no, stairs! I don't know. They did it with real Ghostbusters. Yeah, or well, like the what was it called? The new real Ghostbusters or something? Where like extreme Ghostbusters? Extreme, oh. yeah, Ghostbusters extreme. They they had a character who's in a wheelchair, and they're like, cool man. I think that's cool. Yeah, I'm for that. They had a wheel, wheelchair kid in the BK Club. Remember? I think his name was Wheels. I think so. I think it was also literally. Cool. That. <laughs> I've never seen the Goonies, but everyone tells me that there's a character who has asthma. And as an asthmatic kid yep. who got picked on for not being able to breathe, it's like, I wish I had seen it as a kid. It would have been like, cool. I don't know. According to it, it's all in your head, so whatever. Also fair. And if you spray it on the clown's face, it burns him. Also cool. What's the story? Cowboys are cool again? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. Do you guys play Red Dead? It's, so what's fascinating to me is like the hype and reality cycle that occurs around games like this. So it was going to be the greatest game ever made. And then some people played it and found out that either it wasn't to their taste or that... I don't know. For me personally, um, I like it a lot because despite being one of the hugest 
grandest games with tons of people and tons of budget, it still made very clear creative decisions about what it was going to be, mm-hmm. as opposed to Mass Effect 3, which wanted to be everything for everybody. Like the least, uh, Mass Effect 3 and games of its ilk are kind of like very easy, very rewarding, just a lot of popcorn entertainment, whereas Red Dead is very slow, long-winded, occasionally like even unfriendly towards the player in terms of how complicated it can be. We warned you. Yeah, I did we, say we I, did a, I don't know if you saw the video, but we did an in-review where, like, the first thing Alana and I said is like, if you're not if you're not bought into this, you're not gonna like it. Holy shit! Mm-hmm. Wait, hold on. What <laughs> what fairy is this from? This is the Dynasty Warriors one. Oh, Hyrule oh, Warriors fairy. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah Link looks rad. By oh, the way, hell yeah. Also yeah, I made that the first part of that interview. If you haven't seen it, I put that literally at the top of the video. It's not the first thing we said, but it was like, yeah. I don't think everyone's going to like this game because yeah. it is really slow. Um, and now that I've put more time into it, I I adore it. Dutch has become one of my favorite video game characters ever. Right? Mm-hmm. I love him so much. I really like Arthur, uh, but there are things that I sort of wish they'd patch. Or just give you the like. I would love if there was an option to press X to loot all instead of having to watch the animation. Or like some sort of skill tree or something. Yeah, things definitely get repetitive. That you would think like after the eight hundredth time you've done it, you'd be like, this would be nice if. Yeah. Well, I, that yeah. was Red Dead too, though. Every time you skin an animal, it's like okay. Here People found that glitch where you yeah. could skip it. Like if you're getting off a horse when you held when you, you held oh, really? a horse on button. top of it. Yeah. yeah. That doesn't work in Red Dead. Ah. There, there's a. <laughs> there, there, I don't know. There's some middle ground, I think, after you, you put in your time where you go, I, I get it. I get the reality simulator. It's cool. But now I'm just, now I'm doing repetitive tasks anyway because, yeah. like, there's outside extra things you can do. Uh, I think it maybe it works against the game sometimes. But hmm. if you're someone who, I feel like if you get bought into that world, it's a fun experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the first five hours or so, I was just amazed by the realism. And again, it's, like, some of the most or probably the most impressive animation I've seen in any video game. Like, the fact that Arthur does individually pick items up is crazy, but it just feels so long once you put in 30 hours. Yeah, like, yeah. Super impressive. Stop now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it seems like... Uh, it, it, you guys were kind of describing the, the narrative structure of it and how it's similar to a television show, how you'll play and you'll get these sort of episodic installments from different characters' perspectives and stuff. To me, the yeah, the length also factors into it feeling like a TV show, where if you're making a 22-episode season, yeah, there's going to be some filler and repetition in there, uh, yeah. and that can be like the intro sequence or establishing shots, and like you, you already know all these places, and yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I don't know, so back to the, I guess, the top of the conversation, do you guys feel like Red Dead deserves to have the highest opening weekend of any entertainment property ever? I mean, based on the amount of work it has people put into it, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's, the game is an accomplishment. And you look at it. I mean, John, you've just started playing it, but. It's visually stunning. I'm also, for the first, the first game I've ever played, 4K or 1440p or whatever. Um, I mean, there's, it's still a game. Like, I don't know, that's the weird thing. It's like, it, when it boils down to it, it's still just a video game. Like, I don't know what, what sets it apart, apart from the realism, which happens here and there, and you go, oh, is this, he's reaching out and touching the can. Um, but apart from that, it's just a video game with missions and stuff. Like, the story's good, or I mean, I, I like the voice acting. The character animations seem a, 
less realistic than the rest of the game. Um, but there's still, like, the, I, when I realized when the luster kind of wore off for me was when I went to pet a dog and um, it was standing, like, next to a fence or something. So I pressed the, the pat button and for, like, 10 seconds, Arthur, like, positioned in the dog position until they lined up perfectly yeah. and then it went into the animation and I was like, Oh. oh yeah, I'm not playing like this groundbreaking like future tech. Like this is just another video game. There's still tons of glitches that are coming out that are really yeah. funny. Yeah. That that does happen a lot though, where Arthur will like do a full loop to reposition himself mm -hmm. and then pick something up and you're like, right, yeah, but. yeah. There's sometimes where it's like, I would like to sit on bed, close drawer. Sit on the bed, please, close drawer. And I, I know sometimes the right bumper option comes up where you can switch between two. Nope, close drawer. Yeah, yeah. I was like, maybe just sit on the fucking bed. <laughs> like I'm not as far in as you guys, so maybe down the road once I get farther into the story, the narrative will blow me away. The point where I'm like, that's yes. where I'm at right now. Yeah. I mean, I have been for a while, but the point I'm at right now, I'm just like, I, I adore this. And to answer the question, I don't think you can answer something deserves an opening because that's all marketing. It's all bullshit, really. <laughs> but and I, and I don't want to dismiss all of the crunch conversation, but Rockstar is just such an impressive juggernaut that all of the games of theirs that I've played have been incredible, and they try to push things in a way that a lot of other studios don't when they play it safe. They invest so 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 much into everything that they make, and I said this in our interview, but I think it's a really mature story. I think it's like, uh, if that is the highest entertainment opening of all time in a really lame way, it makes me proud of video games. For it to be that and not be Call of Duty or FIFA is like, hmm. hell yeah, because this is a very adult story about relationships between a lot of people basically going through an identity crisis and the different triumphs and tribulations they all deal with. And I think that I'm happy for that. Like, I'm like, if this is going to be the thing that is known for the rest of the world who still hates video games is the highest or the peak, then I'm like, good. Yes, yeah. more of that. Because it's, it's, it's a really smart, very, very intricately detailed product, basically. I just beat the main storyline last night. Um, it goes into epilogue like Red Dead Redemption 1 did, so I'm there now. I'm, I'm, I kind of want to just stop and wait for everyone to catch up. Yeah, how many I wanna be hours like, behind? I want to be like, yeah, I'm like, can we, because Alana's the closest one behind How many me. hours behind am I? I, th I think based on our conversation, Ed, you're probably about five or six hours behind me. Okay. Yeah, so. So I can finish in like four or so. Something like that, yeah. And it's like, I'm, I, I think, because like my personal feeling on it, playing through the whole story was like, yeah, I think the, the semblance of it being a mature story stays throughout. It's, it always feels very grounded, never gets too crazy. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, it, it's, it is probably my favorite Rockstar story for sure. Same. But then also that, there's that thing too, like James was talking to him earlier, he's saying he doesn't like Westerns. I don't uh, either. Yeah, like Chris Damaris doesn't like Westerns. So, um, but then I guess that's, if this game can change your mind, that's cool. It's never gonna make me like Western movies. How dare you? I don't like Westerns. And I, I don't know if this is How many Western films have you seen, though? Like, I've tried, but I think that it's probably because I'm Australian. That doesn't mean anything to me. What about the... There's that movie, I think it's called The Pros uh, Proposition. It's the Australian outback, like, oh, yeah. Western movie. It's pretty good. I would probably watch an Australian Western, but it wouldn't be called a Western because it's not the West. It, I mean, it's, the the way, it's, it's filmed Central. like a Western. Yeah. But... I think it's called the proposition or the prospect. Something. Do you know what I'm talking about? Guy I, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember. Yeah, it's actually I mean, pretty good. I Every American western was made by Italian people, so and shot. I think in it's just that like it's based Italy. in this state and based on like this 
like part of history that I just don't have any attachment to it at all. Yeah. So it just, I just, I think it's, don't, it's well, I don't know. The reason why, and the, uh, a lot of people have different thoughts on this, but I think the reason why it's romanticized is because it's still, it's not that long ago. Yeah. It is like, it's sort of like a, a modern fairy tale where hmm. anyone could roam around on a horse and rob whoever you wanted and anyone could shoot each other and it was a lawless land. But yeah. it's like, it was really only like that for about a couple years maybe. Like, it settled pretty quick. Yeah. And that sort of shit didn't, like, like Deadwood's sort of a, not a realistic version of it, but that's like a good show to watch where it's like, they try to, I think, try to show a realistic version of the West of all the politics and bullshit they have mm. to go through. But like... Uh. And I mean, I haven't seen a lot of westerns, but although it's set in the West, it doesn't feel like a Western movie video game. Like, no, I agree. It, the setting is like cowboy times, but it's not. They they aren't sticking to all the tropes of westerns, like Stranger Rolls into Town and all that stuff. Four mm. Doomed Men, Ride Out at Sunset, or whatever. <laughs> uh, like, it doesn't feel like that. It just feels like its own story. Uh, that's just the backdrop. It's, so I guess it's a, a, a story about relationships that happens to be set in the West, yeah, basically, yeah. and that's why I don't I don't find it off-putting. And that's why, like, if someone were like, well, I don't like Westerns, I'd be like, play it anyway. I don't think it matters. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an open-world game with instead of cars, you have horses. Instead of machine guns, you have you know bolt-action rifles. You know, it's like some Gatling guns in there. There's some, yeah, those they show up every once in a while, yeah. but like they're not, yeah. There's no rocket launchers. Yeah. There's dynamite though. Dynamite's awesome. Yeah, dynamite's great. Yeah, I love dynamite. Is <laughs> <laughs> the like uh, the random encounter where they're at a bridge and they're like, "We're holding down this bridge. You can't cross it." And you just like hurl a thing of dynamite and just kill everyone. It was like yeah. uh, it was so satisfying. There Some was... of the random encounters, random encounters are really good, but I don't want to say what they are mm -hmm. out of spoilers. But there's one where you just like encounter this group of people that. You probably hate, and I just hunted them all down and killed all of them. Yeah, it's like cool. you're all going to die. I think I've seen clips of that. Yeah, there was this. I look forward to it. There's, Dynamite was used in that particular instance mm. too. Uh, there was one last really cool thing yeah. with the the weapons can be quirky sometimes. There was a fun moment where you get throwing knives, and I was sneaking up behind a guy, but I was like underneath a platform. I'm like, I got you. He was he had the red dot on him, and I threw it, and the knife stuck up in the ceiling above me. <laughs> And then he just turned around. He's like, "Hey!" <laughs> and I was like, "Damn it! Damn it!" <laughs> um, on the random encounters too, I think that is something that is a an achievement because, uh, like, a lot of times, like they did this in Red Dead and they do it in GTA, where you'll come across strangers and there will be a little, little tiny mission. But Omar was talking about this: how every person he comes, like, he hasn't gotten very far in the story at all because every person he comes across leads him down this like hour-long mission that's it's a, wow. its own thing. That has not been my experience oh, really? at all, man. I've encountered it a few times. Um, but those are strange emissions rather than random encounters. But Yeah, but because I mean... Because most of the random encounters oh. is like, give someone medicine. Yeah, like, <laughs> like right. I got Some, bit by a snake. Yeah. yeah, suck the poison out. That's usually yeah, like, that happens. Yeah. But the, like the make a single decision and move on. But yeah. I mean, there's still like... You just happen upon them. Yeah. Like, because the, they don't show the strangers on the map unless you get close, right? Then mm. it shows like a little area. It's a big area. question mark, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's still kind of like the world is populated with all these stories rather than there being the main mission and then like the side missions and yeah. then a few little tiny. You don't have to seek them out, basically. Yeah. And I think that's cool. But I also really like the main mission structure in that 
you know, you, you go to camp and you can, someone might come up to you and be like, hey, Arthur, can, can you help? And you'll be like, no, not now. So mm -hmm. you, like, it doesn't feel like GTA does where the emblem is on the map and they're locked inside their house and you can't see them at all until yeah. you like go to their house. They just still kind of show up. And I really, really like that. I think it's just everything's very smartly integrated. And I, don't I, I don't want to finish it because I'm going to be sad. Yeah. I, I was curious about that. If you guys know, at one point, I didn't have any of the like yellow mission markers on my map. And then I think I did like some side mission or something, and then the next day they appeared. So I was curious if it's... You may have had to just go to sleep or something. Oh, yeah. go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Oh. I was thinking it might be actually by like the days are mapped out or something. Because I know your beard grows in real time. Here's a fun quirk also I found out, and I almost wanted to email Rockstar about like technical support and be like, uh, just a heads up, there's one specific mission. There's not a lot of these ones, but there's one where someone has to get on your horse with you. And I had a legendary pelt on the back. And oh. because of the part of the story I was in, I couldn't drop it off anywhere. So I was like, but I real I found this out later. If you just drop it off, it'll just stay on the map. So it it's fine. It doesn't, though. Because it, it tells you it does. This is like, I was, the most mad I've been at this game was that I, I hunted this animal, I got this legendary pelt, and I just left it at the camp to go do a, a mission. And it, it came up and it was like, legendary pelts will stay in a convenient location. The next day it was gone. Oh, shit. I was like, are you serious? Well, well that, so that was, I was worried about because like the camp was like in motion, basically, in the story. So I was like, uh, I have to keep this pelt on me. And like every mission I was doing was like, when can I get the fucking pelt off here? You go to and, the trapper, I guess? I, yeah, would have to at that yeah. point. But I, was, I kept being stuck in missions. So there, I got into this one where the guy's like, it's the end of the mission. The guy's like, like, Arthur's like, get on with me. He's like, you got it. And he's like, uh. <laughs> and then he just ran away. And he just ran down the hill. And I kept riding next to him. I'm like, hey, buddy. Hey. And he goes, failed. And I was like, what the fuck? And then so I finally did it where I took the legendary pelt off, threw it on the ground. Then he got on. And like immediately after mission, I ran back to that area and got it back. But I was like, uh, dev team? <laughs> like, yeah. I think if you do it immediately, it'd be fine, but mine totally oh. disappeared, and it took me so long to get. I think, so I, think yeah. I ended up losing it, too. Yeah. That's, uh, that's one thing that I'm, I'm worried about. Glad you brought it, and, and I got to do an ad read right after Absolutely. This. But I want to ask you guys a little quirks. So when it comes to, like, major, like, pouch upgrades and satchel upgrades, you need, like, a whole laundry list of pelts. Yeah. Do you just have to keep them stacked on your horse until you have all the ones you need? Can you just donate them? You can give them to the trapper and immediately upgrade, I think. I don't. I, but I think you, they you have can to donate be, to the camp. I thought. Hmm. I thought yeah, if you I, donate I, to camp, they turn into money or whatever. They just disappear. Yeah, I'm not sure. I guess maybe you have to keep them on your horse. I haven't Jeez. done a lot of it just because I haven't needed to upgrade anything. I guess I haven't either, but that's just me sort of. I just want cool outfits. Yeah. And you can buy those pieces individually. Yeah. The satchel upgrades. The, the well, no, no, the, no, the, uh, yeah, the, the legendary stuff. ones. Yeah. So like, there's like a bear head. Yeah. Oh, you can okay. get which looks rad, but like. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure because yeah, I haven't. I've done like almost zero upgrades. I don't even for buy satchels. new weapons. I'm just kind of stick with what I have because I haven't needed to. So the, the the near auto shotty is pretty awesome. I think it's pretty cool. It's like a pump action shotgun. It's like it's pretty brutal. It's, like, be, it's better than the the double, double barrel. barrel. Yeah. Okay. Sir Phobos says when you donate to camp, it tells you that it is donated for crafting. Okay, hmm. so you you throw it, you cram it in the box. That's what I assumed. It slowly yeah. decomposes in there, and then yeah. apparently that unlocks the crafting requirement. Okay. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought I needed to have them in my because inventory. Pearson so. in the camp will upgrade your satchels, but it's always like 
you need like a raccoon scan, yeah. a deer scan, and then like a goat scan or something random like mm. that. So I've only ever donated uh, poor skins, so nothing is unlocked. But in then, my... well, you can go to who is it? I think the butcher can improve them, or piercing can improve them if you get them like yeah. better tools if you upgrade oh, the really? camp. Yeah. yeah, that's another thing I learned too. To upgrade the camp, you have to go to the ledger. The yeah. ledger is next to the donate box. The ledger does more than just tell you what you've donated. If you keep going through the pages, yeah. there's upgrades, which I completely skipped. Yeah, so that's how you unlock fast travel. And you, apparently you can do it really early, but you need a lot of money. I only managed to do it like a fair bit later in the game that you can get, basically, Arthur can fast travel to a location. He can't fast travel back, but um, you can also get like a chicken coop and yeah. a boat and like lots of different stuff. Yeah. Like when does the ledger show up there? Because it's not there for me. You have to pretty do uh, that. Yeah, pretty Is it early. that German dude? There is that German dude who's like, I will make Strauss? business. Not Strauss. Wait, is it? Oh, yes. I oh, think it's Strauss. Okay, because there's another. Yeah. There's more Germans. He'll, he'll be at the camp, and then you do a mission with him where you go and beat someone up for debt collection, and oh, then yeah. the ledger I've done unlocks. the debt collection mission, or at least I started doing it. I collected be there. three. It's, it's always near Dutch. Yeah, it's next to Dutch's. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, it, I, there's a, it looks like there's a space for it right next to the collection box. But it's not there. Oh, that's where it should be. Oops. Probably just waiting to unlock. Yeah. Just keep playing the game. Yeah. It'll probably show up. Come oh, on, actually, I think I think you have to do the main one and then the next one. Uh, this is and like then the, it unlocks. It's like that old G4 show, sure. Call for Help or whatever. Yeah. Except like, we don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just keep playing. It's a big game. <laughs> good luck, caller. <laughs> uh, but you can bid good luck to your wardrobe with improvements from Mac Weldon, who is sponsoring this podcast. Mac Weldon claims to be the most comfortable underwear, socks, shirts, undershirts, hoodies, and sweatpants you'll ever wear. They've also sponsored this podcast quite a bit, so I'm sure you've heard all the, uh, the, main, the main sticking points that we try to hit whenever we talk about them. Typically, I'll bring up that they actually refresh their lines quite often, and they've done it again. Uh, Omar, let me, let me get the, the monitor back over here real quick. Got some hot products to show you guys. Boom, they got a gym bag. Ooh. So, yeah, this is uh, the duffel bag, the GTX. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it, it looks really nice. What, one thing I see, anti-odor silver interior lining. What? I didn't uh, even know that. that. <laughs> that's something uh, that I could benefit from. Yeah, good pickup. my gym John, bag yeah. stinks. That's nice. Yeah. Mac mm. Weldon's uh, pushing the tech boundaries of all of their products. Yeah, they have a, a line of antimicrobial fabrics called their silver line which apparently they've applied to the inside of a gym bag. Nice. Meaning that uh, even if you put your stank-ass clothes in there, it shouldn't adhere to the inside like it normally does. Mm. Yeah, I got a, I have like this, this vinyl fold-out bag that I use whenever I travel to cram all my gym clothes into, but this looks much nicer. Uh, and then also, I want to put this on your guys' radar in case you're not quite there yet. Sweat shorts. Sweat shorts. I live my life like mm. only when I'm wearing these. It seems like I'm awake and alive right Were now. You I'm actually those not. Today? Uh, no, sadly. So oh. I've I've been asleep this entire time. I don't even know where I am right now. But after hours, I do I do my workout. I take my shower. I slap on these babies and I start playing Red Dead. And that's the only time I truly feel alive. Hmm. So uh, if you're Just if raise you're your hand. <laughs> what? No, I was gonna say, are these what James refers to as as weekenders? I think yes. so. Yeah. I don't know if it's these specifically, but it ought to be. Uh, uh, do they have women's versions? Well, I mean, it's unisex. I suppose they just the photo makes them look like men's pants. Yeah, but and you're I guess right. all I, the I've photos have dudes in before. them. But uh, I have a pair of these as well. They're actually stylish. They're oh, yeah. very comfy. I got that side pocket. Yeah. I don't want to drag that around. But yes, beautiful, comfortable, wonderful sweatshorts. Uh, if you want to wear sweatpants, because here's the thing: people see sweatpants, you look like a slob. You see sweatshorts, you're like, this guy's got it. 
This guy's a tiger. He's a lion or she. They I think lioness. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's a way to it's a way to dress like a filthy slob and not actually look like it. Uh, so please, please, please invest in your future uh, and invest in Mac Weldon. You can get twenty percent off your order by using the promo code soup. That's just S O U P at MacWeldon.com. Once more, twenty percent off using soup. Please, please, please treat your crotch. Treat your crotch right. We're wrapping in sweat shorts. Also, what the hell are all these? Man, they're. <laughs> The recommended videos after watching Zelda Evolution of Great Fairy in 3D Zelda is a really interesting hodgepodge. Is Gengar the ghost of Clefairy? Shut up. <laughs> Sorry, that was just a reaction. It said it got confirmed. <laughs> I feel like if I heard that in public, I would have been irrationally <laughs> <stand> angry. <laughs> I would just turn and look at the person like, how dare you? Problem. Yeah, let me find another yeah go back to something normal like this. Simple <laughs> picks. Oh. Arab muscle. Oh, looks all right. Oh my God! Injected little... homemade potion is the thumbnail of is the title of the one you were just over. Uh. Injected homemade potion into dyke biceps. It's so bad. It's so what bad. Do you, I'm gonna call him a freak. Now facing amputation. Ooh, whatever. Ooh. Don't it. make your own synthol, folks. Buy buy it when it sponsors the pot this podcast, but not before. Ooh. That's how business works. Facing. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I, I had to catch up. He's amputating his arms. Yeah, that's why he you said just don't... he said might. We don't know. Oh, that's good headline yeah. writing right there. Yeah, exactly. it's the Daily Star. Don't believe words. Yeah, yeah, that, that oh, gets you in. Oh, he made his own synthol. Yeah, you wouldn't believe what happened to his arms. <laughs> they drained him. Also, don't make your own synthol. Don't make your own fireworks. Don't use synthol. I learned the hard way. Well, no. you only need the one picture. You just get the one. You slap it on Tinder, and you're in business. Should you mm -hmm. make your own alcohol? Yes. Moonshine. It's so cheap, though. It does not taste good. Moonshine doesn't taste good? My dad bought oh. like some percolator or whatever one time. He always gets into different hobbies. And we made uh, I mean, like it's just apple ethanol. vodka or some shit. I don't remember. It sure. tasted just like rubbing alcohol. Yeah. Uh. There's no flavor. Well, once you distill it, yeah. Distilled alcohol is just 40% alcohol, 60% water. Yeah. Um, the distilling process adds flavor and stuff. But with like rum and stuff, they store it in barrels. Anyway. You just got to mix it. Yeah. Yeah. Just pour it in some apple juice. <laughs> there you go. Mix your drinks, kids. Speaking of fairies, <laughs> which we're not. Uh, so, yeah, the, the rap got the exclusive s scoop on this one. What? Uh, our good friend Adi Shankar. Uh, I don't know. Infamous for producing uh, Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider 2 Spirit of Vengeance 2. Uh, Thank God someone did. Yeah. Wait, Ghost Rider... The TV show, the kids' TV show, the floating ghost that writes. He would have been a child <laughs> then, <laughs> like we all were. Damn it. God, the Wi Fi in this room has just been really spacey lately. Or it's that so many people are going to see this article, it crashed the website. Well, maybe that, yeah. All the, all the live viewers of Dude's. Oh my God, is it really not loading? Anyway, there it goes. Mm. Ah, right. Producer Adi Shankar is in talks to produce a series based on the long-running The Legend of Zelda video game franchise, The Rap, has learned exclusively. On Monday, Shankar posted on Instagram that he was, quote, working with an iconic Japanese gaming company to adapt one of their iconic, so many icons, uh, video, video game series into a series. Why did he say into a TV series? Because <laughs> that's It's just, already a series, bruh. Nah, it's, it's going to be a real series now. On November, he, uh, the rest of his Insta post... He said the success of Castlevania created this opportunity. And then on November 16th at 1 p.m., he's going to announce what this is. But it's Zelda, according to the rap. Uh, so Got him. Didn't they announce that a while ago? It, it, it had been rumored. rumored. I, thought they, said, I thought they said Netflix was making a 
Zelda show. Which is does the rap end every article with that's, that's a rap? <laughs> now they say we'll see you next time. <laughs> oh, okay. It's a wasted oh, okay. wasted opportunity. Show five comments. Fourteen times video games continue the stories of movies. So the thing Already that gets content. me about this. What is the content? It just never stops. Well, who's that guy? Is there a story in here? I saw Kevin on there. Oh, What's you're happening? In, you're in related comments yeah, now. It's, it's just loading addition. Yeah, it's never going to stop. All right. <laughs> That's called endless scroll, kids. Yeah. All the websites are doing it. Yeah. Um, the thing that gets me about this is, look, I love Zelda. It's one of my favorite what? video game series. Hold Zelda. Up. Real quick. Look at look at his portrait on. Whoa! Shankar is the coolest dude ever. That's the same jacket in the other photo. Does he have? He has that's more than his, one jacket. That's his he only needs one. Costume. You're right. It is. It's actually a pretty cool jacket. When Bruce and I met him at the streamies, he did have like crow makeup on. Yeah, he does that. <laughs> and he's like, "Hi, nice to meet you." And we're like, "Hello." <laughs> did he then go? Ah! Yeah. We're like, "Good day, sir." Yeah, good good work on Castlevania. I enjoyed that. What gets me about this is that, as a person who loves Zelda. Zelda's story is not the reason you play those games. Yeah. So why? Yeah. <laughs> you play those games because the puzzles are great and the dungeons are cool. So that's this is the interesting challenge, I think, and and we'll all, we'll solve this problem together, uh, which is that how do you translate the experience of Zelda into a series? I think you can do it. I. Uh, the problem is it's already been answered and it's already been done and people are still watching the original Samurai Legend Jack. of Zelda oh, yeah. cartoon. cartoon. Excuse me, princess. I don't know why. It'd be like... <laughs> we made a catchphrase out of Sumimasen, Hime. Which is excuse me, princess in Japanese. God damn it. That's wow, amazing. that's terrible. <laughs> I'm just saying, would you remake The Simpsons right now? So many people are still watching this original cartoon every day. It's still it so would, popular. It would confuse them. Yeah. You're right. Why don't people think of them? <laughs> Sad brand confusion. Look, it's, every day. It's still good. Tens of thousands of people <laughs> watch these for free on YouTube because they were illegally uploaded. So, Lawrence, how do you think people translate the experience of playing Zelda, which is puzzle solving and boss fights, where the main character doesn't into talk? A series? Mm -hmm. I think you can do it through, uh, so puzzle solving and boss fights are big elements of Zelda, but I think the more overriding experience is one of exploration. And Hyrule. Like fascination, yeah. Uh, so I thought Adam was driving here, but I think a lot of episodes of Samurai Jack are very, very close to that. The, uh, the mm -hmm. sense of like atmosphere, foreboding, exploration, solitude, those things can be in a show, typically aren't, because shows are usually focused around narrative and dialogue. Maybe a little bit of Avatar. Could be mm, in there, maybe. like with the different, with, if the Fire Nations were the different areas of Hyrule. Oh, map. is there an Airbender or Jake Zuli? Airbender. Okay, never seen Definitely it. Definitely Airbender. Oh, it's yeah, really is, good. Is Link I've gonna roll alone, flying solo like He's he does in the video games, or is he have a posse? Literally gonna roll everywhere because it's faster than walking. Ah. Oh yeah. Ah. Voice, yeah. Voice actor. Ah. Voice actor goes in and is like. All right, so season one, it's like, this is half a page. Like, yep. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah, we just need a good one. Yeah. Just one good one. Or, or do one where we get scared. <laughs> oh. yeah. really I imagine good. he rolls with Zelda. Mm -hmm. And then Ganon shows up, and then, well, but she has to get stolen. I don't know, man. She doesn't have to. They've been, they've been getting away from that. I mean, if they did stick to the video game, it could be that every episode is a different dungeon, and then it ends with him facing off Ganon. And every season is a different timeline because it's you know it's the same cyclical story. So they could do like the not American Horror Story, but where it's each season is it's is like a retelling of another translation. I mean, do, of the story. We, do you want to see an artistic 
tutorial done though? Like, that seems odd. What? Like, what? You're talking about a cartoon that's just basically an artistical, an artistic. Oh, is it going to be a cartoon? I assume it's a cartoon. A series. Who knows? Probably animated. Yeah, I guess because Castlevania. Yeah. Is what inspired it. Yeah, I can't imagine them doing live action. I think a link to no. the past. And a link between worlds, you could adapt those into TV series, but like even Breath of the Wild, I don't think you could. Yeah, so like, which yeah, has the most dialogue. You fight Ganon. It does. Oh, really? Yeah, because oh, all the characters, oh, everyone the else is like, hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I am a flying bird man. <laughs> Help me, young one. He's like blank. And he goes, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> No you are f- too kind, Link. I, I love what like I love the <laughs> Gordon Freeman thing where they're like, You're a hero, Gordon, you're so you're the best, you're the smartest, you're the best. And he's uh <laughs> like, okay, Gordon. Hitting a wall with her well, with a Slow down bar. with all that humor. Best <laughs> video like, game character of all time, yeah. Gordon Freeman. He has glasses, I love him. He's smart, <laughs> so he does, shoots people. Does he have a little strap for the glasses? Because if they fall off, is he useless? <laughs> Can they not aim know. the guns anymore? His stupid suit is supposed to have a little dome helmet on it, but it never does when he wears it because it looks stupid. That's there. what he says when he got in the suit. This looks, I don't need yeah, this. Nope. Never said a word. Oh. Silent protagonist. Yeah, They're he didn't great. say anything. He I made, yeah. he made uh, developers or engineers look cool. Theoretical physicists. Yeah. Goatees brought him back. Isn't hmm. Isaac Clock an engineer as well? Yeah. He's a geologist, I think. Yeah. I thought he was a janitor. Who? Isaac Clark. <laughs> from, uh, I like that. Yeah. I like that canon. Well, I only remember that because I didn't know much about Dead Space. I had played it later, but like Dead Space 2 was coming out. I had to do an interview at E3, and I was like, so like Isaac's like janitor, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, an engineer. I'm like, same thing. <laughs> they actually they gave him more lines as the series went on. It was just yeah. bad. Yeah. yeah. I, I was all right with it. Yeah, it was fine with It me. was better when he communicated through grunting and stepping on necromorphs. It was better when the game wasn't flooded with microtransactions. But it's, it's also fine. that, too. It's fine. Yeah, James and I are playing through Dead Space 3 right now for uh, continued, like, you know, PlayPal type series or whatever, and it's like, oh my god, the things you can buy. We found like a little spider bot that he's supposed <laughs> to like, it's like looter bot or something, and he like goes and picks things up, and they're like, buy the looter bot voice pack. You're like, mm. it never says a fucking word. What, what's <laughs> I it going to say? I think you might be able to build that, though. You can craft most of the stuff in that game. Yeah. And people found exploits for like basically areas like Destiny style that just dump stuff over and over again so you can go pick it up. But Man, never thought, see, Death, video or games, never thought Dead Space would be a looter shooter. Yeah. It wasn't supposed to be. Borderlands, capitalize yeah. on that. Yeah, that's well, what we need. I would take a Dead Space TV series. I would probably take a Half-Life TV series. Take Portal. Half-Life, really? Yeah. Half-Life 2, the whole Civil War. I think the setting is interesting. Cool. You mean like the well, Five-Hour War or whatever? Well, Maybe it's I mean, it's the Underground Rebellion. Oh. Against I take Fallout. The... I would take... Top of my list would probably be Wolfenstein. Yeah. Zelda's pretty low on the list. We got Man on the High Tower. That's essentially Wolfenstein yeah. TV. Is it? Not a lot of action. Well, no, yeah. you're right. Yeah. I guess, yeah, if it were like crazy action zombie killing, that'd be cool. Or, sorry, yeah. Nazi Kong. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's tough when, I, I guess, something like Zelda lives and dies based on its main characters, right? So if you did a mm. Zelda show without Link, but Link is not really even a character, it just needs He's to be a, a guy in a green yeah. tunic. It yeah. lives and dies on its experience, which is something that fundamentally doesn't translate. Mm-hmm. The The thing that makes Zelda work is the fact that it's an interactive video game. Yeah. You can go into the world, go where you want, explore where you want, and then what you find feels like it was your discovery. Yeah. Um, that's why you yeah. can't adapt Mario as well. It's like, that's about jumping feeling good. That's what Mario is. Mm-hmm. Like you, That's what Nintendo designed those games to be. 
then they're like, what if we adapted it? Why? Yeah. Just more why? money. Entertainment brand power. I'd be th- curious, but I have no faith it would be good, basically. I think in a, like a Lego movie sort of way, you can there's also ways to tell stories around True. Zelda. So if you take the ideas of exploration and discovery and, and like uh, danger and confronting danger and stuff like that, you can adapt that into a story that could work in pretty much any setting. But calling it Legend of Zelda would be a weir- weird sell, I, I think. I suppose, well, like, the Gorons are interesting. Like, there are, there are groups of, of uh, creatures in the Zelda games that have lore that are interesting that you could explore in interesting ways. I mean, th- it, this was inspired by Castlevania, or it was mm-hmm. greenlit because of Castlevania's success. The Castlevania games are just a dude exploring a castle. And so they built... totally has lore. Well... Yeah, and they, they built out their main But I mean, it has lore, sense. but... You don't experience that directly in the game. You're just running around a castle. I mean, they'll they'll allude to it, and you'll have dialogue. Depends on the game. Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah. Some of them the were pretty dialogue heavy. The PS2 ones were very Same story as, focused. Uh, the most recent two, Lords of Shadow, Lords of Shadow one, one and two. two. But is that everything they use in the TV show? They they miss they mix miss and match a they mix and match a lot. So they they have like characters from all over the series kind of combined together. In mm-hmm. So yeah, maybe I mean that's. Maybe that the success of Castlevania, the way they were able to adapt it and hodgepodge everything together, is they gave them a roadmap for Zelda to then go, okay, well, oh, we can man. take from all these different games and actually make something that's entertaining. So like an ensemble cast, pounding through Hyrule, having adventures, opening treasure I, chests. I guess I mean, if it's like a, a lore fill-in, I guess, that's kind of cool. If it's, it's an additive instead of a supplement mm. with the idea of like, I think you were touching on something interesting there where it's like maybe... Each episode is like how they created each temple or mm, you know yeah. each dungeon or something like that, and like the history of it and why the hook shot is in there and stuff <laughs> like that. But it, it is sort of funny, like the tenth time you explain why they put a item in a chest yeah. <laughs> for someone to find, you know. But that's like no one asked for Solo, and that movie didn't do super well. It's like, do we want the backstory of all that stuff? Probably, Probably not. not. It seems like they're going to just make it whether we want it or not yeah. because brand identity. Okay, so question. If you were the one who was pitched, like, you have to make a Legend of Zelda TV show, what would you make? I know. Go ahead. Oh. Uh, (laughs) Well, like in Breath of the Wild, where a lot of it is about uniting the nation against Ganon, who they've been defeated, that's what it could be, basically. Going around the nation, going to the Gorons, going to the Bird Rikus or whatever, uh, the Zorons, the... (laughs) Zoras. <laughs> no, I call them the Zorons, it's fine. But on. Um, and basically uh, rallying them against Ganon. Mm-hmm. Uh, Game of Thrones style? Film. I guess, yeah, kind of. They made it political, I guess. More, I guess kind of like uh, Avatar. Yeah. Where it's, you know, there's a history to it. The Fire Nation defeated everybody, like, however long ago. Ganon, like in Breath of the Wild, just wiped everyone and broke everyone's spirit, and it's your job coming back to then rally everyone against this evil force. And instead of just you going in alone to the castle, it can be a, a giant war. And they could lean into the Triforce stuff of like, if you make it Lord of the Ringsy, where it's like this one thing that you need to find the pieces of to defeat all evil, and mm-hmm. everyone's all downtrodden. Then I think they would have to make it pretty serious to get away with that. I have a feeling it's going to be more serious than like, goofy kids. Yeah. I think you can do both. Yeah. I think Avatar is a really good example of that. It can have moments of seriousness and adult themes, but still be lighthearted and whimsical most of the time. That was the weird thing with uh, this new season of Castlevania. No spoilers. Yeah. But uh, 
the first season, the four episodes last year, there was a little bit of humor with Trevor Belmont like being yeah. drunk, mm. but for the most part, it was very serious. Like he was witty, but it wasn't. There was no like goofiness. Yeah. But in this one, there's a few times where it's like it's totally just silly in there goofing around, and it's like oh. this feels very out of place. Really, even but, after they introduce Alucard. Why? Yeah, it's. I thought it's, it was gonna get more serious when they did that because it's gonna go like. Symphony of the Night style now. Well, it's mostly between um, the Wizard Lady and Trevor Belmont. Saifa, like, I think. Yeah, their interactions. There's some like lightheartedness that it's just like. I feel like Game of Thrones progressively got funnier or tried to. Mm-hmm. They like slowly got a little. I guess Tyrion it definitely got wackier. Funny, but yeah, it's but like more Fast and Furious type stuff. Yeah. Like, ooh, the dra- dragon zombie it's, it's, now. It's just been a big blur for me, and also yeah. it came out seven years ago, so I don't remember if it's changed that much. The it's books, there's a lot of humor in the books. Oh, really? A lot of black Tyrion's, humor, yeah. Tyrion's always very witty in the books. He's, yeah. He's, he's funny in the show, too. Yeah. He's, I'm sorry, he's witty. Yeah. Witty. Yeah. So. Just a lot of subversion of, like, fantasy tropes and stuff for, like, you think this, you're like, oh, this is how this has always happened, and it's like, nope. How would you write a uh, Zelda series, Alana, now that you've uh, pitched yourself into a corner? <laughs> she said it couldn't be done. I think that I would do it like Avatar. Okay. Like, I would have various nations, I think probably in the same kind of thing, needing to be united for some reason, but I probably would use the Triforce in there somewhere. Like have it, have it a hero's journey. Link wouldn't be the main character? No, Link Zelda would be the main be the... character, but I'd probably make him have a personality. Really? Yeah. Man, that's impossible. Is it? Just make him ang. I think, yeah, people read a lot into his personality anyway. He's like, he's resolute, determined, uh, resourceful. Uh-huh. I mean, th- these are all things that have to be expressed by the yeah. player to reach the end of the game. Of course. These are also the same things they project onto the main protagonist of Twilight, mm-hmm. who's this husk of no, a human. It's, yeah, it's, it's it, hero standard. It's basically a mannequin, and then you're like, it's me. It's a mannequin with a mirror on its face. Yep. And then you go, wow, <laughs> how did they... How does this character know me so well? It's like, because they're very generic. They're yeah. all the same. Yeah. Well, it's all the virtues that everybody wants to see out of a hero. Like, experiences self-doubt, but overcomes that. Uh, sure. Faces insurmountable odds, but wins due to some cunning of their own. Yeah, it's the hero's journey. It's, it's the paint-by-numbers hero's journey, which is I mean, Aang is a bad. hero, though, but he's like this goofy little looking little kid. He's like a dork. Like, he's uh-huh. very endearing. I've only seen the movie. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so good. Wow, that's well, like, that's all you need to see. Sucks yeah. to be you. Uh, I don't think so. I can see it in its most I've pure form. I've seen two Netflix. seasons. <laughs> I don't two. know. I've actually never seen show. it. Oh, man. <laughs> the Avatar movie is bizarre because it's just such a, a wisp of a thing. Like, mm-hmm. it comes and goes. And I remember watching it and being like, what, what was even the point? Like, it, what, nothing was entertaining or fun or interesting. Maybe Sean was just taking the paycheck. I guess, yeah. I don't really get any interest in what it was. Just went, whatever. Definitely one of those movies where the only thing worth seeing was in the trailer. Mm. That was it. Mm. I don't remember the trailer. Yeah, well. What does he do? Ben's win? Yeah, there's a part of like an earthbender like stomping and a whole rock wall comes up and then fire on this side. And I was like, mm-hmm. that's cool. That's the only shot like that in the entire movie. Really? Oh. Yeah. I thought that whole movie would be full of that. Nope. No. No, 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 no. That they went way over budget. There probably How? was planned to be more. Mm. But then they're like, we got to cut all the cool shit. They did. Boy, did they ever. Yeah, it's just a lot of talking. See, I like this show because they made Link mature by making him look like an old man. (laughs) (laughs) They draw a lot of face lines on him. He's also a real son of a bitch in the show. He's an asshole. Yeah, he's a total dick. He's, I mean, the the intro of the show, 
He does something weird. He jumps from a bridge. He lands on a rock, and then he kind of pushes Zelda into the water, and he's like, whatever. You know, he's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's this is a good show. Yeah, everybody. I remember in the show, it's everyone has everyone has to like say, Link, please do something. He's like, yeah. fine, and like then he'll just like go and like hack up a bunch of mobs. Be like, that was easy. Fuck off. Call I mean, me later. Independently, they made this cartoon. And the Zelda CDI series, uh. where Link was also written the same way, yeah. even yeah. somehow lazier and more apathetic to what's going on. Like it opens the game opens up with him going, "I'm so bored," and the king's like, "Oh, you're bored." Can you still play the CDI series? Anyway? <laughs> uh, absolutely. Okay. I think. Oh, get out of here! Look how old he looks. Yeah. <laughs> It's just like so many wrinkles. He doesn't even so look like bad. Link. It doesn't. It's a guy dressed up as Link whose belt just <laughs> came off. Well, He's was... a bad Link cosplayer. God. Yeah, he was He was undoing his pants as the fairy. This is all we had growing oh, up, by yeah. the way. It was of hard to like, masturbate back then. When you weren't allowed to play video games, this is on TV. This is the closest you can get. Mm. Is this our Captain N and the Game Master or whatever? Oh, that's right. That's the mechanic of the show. Whenever he kills someone, their little spirits fly away and go back into that jar. Oh, and then really? Ganon like turns it on like a. <laughs> yeah, and then there's Lou Albano doing his little jig oh, at the end. Mile. Oh yeah. boy, he couldn't move so good then. It, what a what a time to be alive though. And like, so, I guess enough time has gone on where people have had enough trial and error to figure out how to make a good video game cartoon, all of Castlevania, which I guess is maybe the only one yeah. that's really been good. Yeah. I know Donkey Kong. Uh, there was a Donkey Kong was, animated series. There was when a I was Dark a Space Mega like, Man anime. Was back in the day. Yeah, oh, I mean Pokemon, but yeah, Pokemon wasn't really bad. Yeah. That actually worked really well for. And I mean, comparisons I think they are apt. Where Pokemon's protagonist Red, like way back, mm. had no personality. Mm. The Pokemon the show had a character with sort of a personality. Ash wasn't really anything. Yeah, but, but back then these guys had even less to go on. They had eight-bit <laughs> games yeah. with as yeah. a side scroller, and they're like, I guess there's a dragon in the game, and we'll he take could it. Be anything. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then even like Mario is like. Oh, he's a plumber. Must be Italian. So let's get a couple stereotypes in there, and we'll get ourselves a show. I wonder if anyone ever made a Gauntlet cartoon. It seems like that wouldn't be that hard. Maybe. Yeah. I know that there was there was another knockoff of like so Captain N was like an ensemble show of like a bunch of video game characters. Mega Man, Simon Belmont. Yeah. Um, Kid Icarus. Yeah. Huh. Mother Brain is the bad guy. What? Uh, yeah, King Hippo. I've never heard of this. Guy. Well, it gets better. There was another. Even lower budget show that was an ensemble. Really? It had the bad guy from Narc. It had, I think, it had, oh yeah, some basketball player from Double Dribble. Uh, it was like the Power Team or something like that. <laughs> they well, all I lived in a house together. Well, Power Team, I think it was a different show where it's Wayne Gretzky, Bo Jackson, and Michael Jordan as they go around solving crimes. Oh. Excellent. What? That well, sounds great. They're like superheroes. But the funny part is like, how do we get Wayne Gretzky, an ice hockey player, to get out there? Give him rollerblades, <laughs> and he gets around on rollerblades. Wait, so if, if Wi-Fi live actually work? Yeah, here we go. So this is the Power Team. Oh, it's from Video oh, Power. That's right. You know what? I'm sorry. I'm thinking of Pro Stars. That's what it was called. Uh, of course. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Sorry, you're gonna have to. There's only so much Wi-Fi, Link. I'm sorry, buddy. <laughs> I had the Where in the World Is Carmen Sandiego video game. Sorry, Abby. Oh, yeah, but I was like four can, at the time. You can beat it in like two seconds. Well, I could. I, I think I must have been five or six because yeah, I could read the screen, but I would just click on things randomly. Uh-huh. They'd like describe the country. They're like, she's in this country that has these animals and this kind of climate. And it would go to the world map, and I'd just click on whatever I wanted and be like, yeah. you fail. <laughs> but I loved her. That's like me playing Math Munchers. <laughs> oh, six, 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 six. So let's see here. Yeah. Uh, 
uh, feature characters from Acclaim video games, although Acclaim never actually created these games and really published them. Uh, and Max Force from NARC, which is a great name. Kuros from Wizards and Warriors. Quirk from the game of the same name by Atlas. And Tyrone from Arch Rivals. Wow. Oh my god. Bigfoot. Wait. <gasps> oh, who's yeah. that? <laughs> is the tomato from Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> uh, I'm, I think it is. No, I, but I, the video game. I think that's Quirk. Yeah, no, that's a different tomato. That's Quirk. He's oh. amazing. Oh. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. My bad. There's, there's, there were multiple extreme red tomatoes. Yeah, this show is hosted by Johnny Arcade. Yeah. <gasps> that's so his name. He's, we've come he's a like long way. It's making me right sick now. looking at it. That's extreme, bro. Dog, bro. So it's not just a cartoon? No, it's a, so kind of like the super... Fuck me. It's more kind of like the Mario Brothers Super Show. There were live action segments that had Mario and Luigi interacting mm -hmm. with their neighbors and screaming about pasta. Literally all the show was. Uh, this has the coolest 90s kid ever in his rad 90s arcade that he skates into, literally on skateboard. And then he goes and plays all of his sweet Nintendo games, shares his tips and tricks with you, and then they have an ensemble cartoon cut into the this, show. This Can show we went make through. This show? We basically are. We, we could. Man, segments. I'd love to bring it back. Like the on-aired episodes of this <laughs> coke-fueled nightmare. We have that YouTube skateboard. We can do it. Yeah. We got everything. This show, this is a fun thing to like, you should watch this as almost like educational of like mm -hmm. how to not ever do anything. Wow. Because this show goes through what, three iterations? Oh yeah, it became, a, it became a trivia show where they had to like run through a maze and stick game boxes to the Velcro suit they were wearing. Yeah. Wait, did it become Nick Arcade? No. No. Nick Arcade was, Nick Arcade was a green screen. They actually built like an obstacle course for kids to run through, Whoa. and you would stick well, retail boxes to your suit, yeah. and then anything that was still attached to you when you went down this giant slide at the end, you got to keep. What? Yeah. That actually sounds familiar. This may be iteration 1.0, where it's a young Johnny Arcade introducing you to this shitty cartoon. <laughs> Season 2 became more about Johnny Arcade, who's the game master, giving you like hit, hit tips on how to... <laughs> you could be like... Johnny, I'm stuck on the wizard on level four. It's like the most generic question. And like, just, it sucked to work on, so they just kept swapping between executive producers, and each one of them had a new idea. I what the fuck? Yeah, call 1-900-HOT-HINTS. <laughs> that oh. can't go wrong, kids. Oh. It's like two digits wrong, and you're like, hot How could they advertise a total <laughs> call service to kids? Man, the 80s were crazy. What are you talking about? It, that's Today, it's microtransactions. I guess you're right, yeah. Or, or YouTubers pushing their CSGO lottery yeah. websites on kids. I mean, I might have told this story before, but I spent a lot of money on Habbo Hotel when I was a kid. Awesome. Uh, I would have been, I don't know, 12, and I, you just called a phone number, and it would charge you a phone bill, and you would get money in the game, and you just put in a code. <laughs> and I wild. spent like $100. My parents were like, what is this? And they weren't mad, because they mm. were like, we recognize you've been swindled. But I spent a lot of cash just calling a number. That, oh, did you get mad at your parents for saying, no, I wasn't swindled, I got money. I was like, Mom, <laughs> look at this sick fucking couch I bought. And she went, oh my God. Oh my God. What we was that must, number? We must send <laughs> you off to number? an orphanage. Well, Alana, you could have saved a lot of money if you'd used Mint Mobile at the time. Actually, it probably would have been about the same, but whatever. Uh, Big Wireless doesn't want you to know that there is a way to cut your wireless bill down to just $15 a month. That's what Mint Mobile would like you to know. Uh, they're basically changing a lot of things about online uh, wireless connectivity with your phones. I've been using them for like the past four months. And uh, I got to admit, like when I go out of LA, coverage might not be quite as great, but I'm here most of the time and I've been saving a shitload of money. So for you, I guess it depends on primarily where you use your phone and how much 100% coverage means to you. But if you're near a major city, I'm sure you're just fine. Uh, Mint uh, basically works on T-Mobile network. So if you already have T-Mobile, you can switch to Mint and you'll be on the exact same network no matter what. Uh, you can choose between a two, five, or 10 gigabyte 4G LTE plan, uh, which means no paying for unlimited data that you'll never use. 
I gotta be honest, I was a big fan of unlimited data because I always hate that twinge of like, what if I need it and then I don't have it? But I would look back at my months and months of usage and I never really went above four gigabytes ever. Uh, just because I'm on Wi-Fi all the time and I just like pre-download stuff if I know I'm traveling. So uh, yeah, just by just sort of incorporating that into my brain, I'm able to save like 50 bucks a month off of my, uh, my mobile plan. Every plan comes with unlimited talk and text so you can safely annoy your friends and loved ones, which is pretty much all I use text for. They also say if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So you can try them for a full week, transfer your number, and if you find out it doesn't work, you can transfer it back. I was actually a little hesitant at first, uh, sent off some support emails to my current provider and then at Mint, and they said that, yeah, you can just transfer your number, and if you don't like it, transfer it back. It's all fine. Just takes an e email or two, and you're all set. Uh, so you can cut your wireless bill to $15 a month and get free shipping on your Mint Mobile SIM card at mintmobile.com slash dude. Once more, that's mintmobile.com slash dude for wireless plans starting at $15. Thanks, Mint Mobile, for the sponsorship. Thank you for putting an extra 40 bucks into my bank account every, every month. You were uh, using that in Canada, right? Yes. Uh, so now the route of the ad read. Yeah, uh, roaming, roaming is a bit of a problem. Uh, I think it's, it's just like a weird hitch. I can get texts, but data still doesn't work. Mm. Um, and I think that's because they're they're doing roaming data through another company. Yeah. So that has been an, a bit of an issue, but I've I've had that when I've traveled. I've uh, with my provider, which is like it works in every country, and it's like kind of. I mean, you want to uh, so you want to talk about Legend of Zelda? To me, real life Legend of Zelda experience is like being in another country <laughs> and like trying to leapfrog your way from free Wi-Fi to free Wi-Fi <laughs> to figure out where you're going. Done that in Europe a few times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. It's. It's adventurous, yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's basically what I did. All that's right. where I was so going a young go. boy getting lost in an underwater temple hmm? using heavy boots to move around, then getting a hook shot, flying from room to room, and then killing a giant eye creature is similar to trying to get free Wi-Fi yes. in a country yeah. that you're visiting for vacation. Yep. Yeah. What don't you understand yeah. about that, Adam? Nothing. I, I you open the chest of privilege and yes. then <laughs> and drink okay. my coffee. Da -na -na -na. That's a latte. <laughs> it's, it's just a battery charger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're like, is that a Starbucks? No, it's a Preta Manger. Weird. <laughs> sip, sip. Delicious. Yeah, it's just a, like Lawrence. It's wild. Yeah. What a. <laughs> He's been around me a lot. <laughs> I mean, we don't have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough room to book. Not separate, optionally, but or not enough money to book separate rooms. It's. It, look, sometimes an Airbnb just makes sense. When there's six of you, is it six? More than that. And only one of you has outrageous night terrors. That was me. Yeah. And that was Adam? Uh, you, you guys all woke up to... <laughs> I didn't sleep well in Canada at all. I don't know. I think the pillow sucked. I don't know. That house yeah. is haunted. Maybe it was haunted. Probably haunted. I got really bad allergies. We all, oh, you know what it was? We all were getting sick, too. Yeah, Asian family was we were sick looming. the week off the because of Lawrence. Yeah. I Wait, don't know why you needed the... The uh, descriptor of them being Asian, but yes, there was a family looming. That's, it makes more sense it when you just imagine the water ghost. They perch everywhere. Just <laughs> what? Just remember us getting into the house and and uh, Elise yelling that we needed to yeah. take our shoes off. I've never seen her so terrified. <laughs> I mean, I think it was in the the rules, like please take your shoes off. It's a nice house, but it's like it felt like a model house or something. It was really weird. Yeah, it was really strange. But the the backyard was completely ripped apart, and then there was a family back there, like. Looting their stuff. <laughs> it wasn't Found really weird because was sometimes they'd just be there, or you'd like we'd drive into the driveway, and there would just be a family there who would all stare at us yeah. while holding shovels. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> "Hello, all right." 
Airbnb's great. Yeah. What yeah, a surface. Wonderful. I've also please sponsored this podcast. I, yeah, please. No, don't fuck. Yeah, hell no. Yeah, Legend of Zelda, where the dungeon is an Airbnb, and you got to figure out how to work the shower. No, 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 no. You made some ad executive no, so you hard. You have to figure right out now. how to get the Wi-Fi to work. Oh yeah, that's rough. Airbnb. Find the trash can. That's always difficult. Where are the glasses? Who knows? Are there any? Uh, I love Airbnb. Why so is there much. only one roll of toilet paper for six people? And no soap. Figure no out soap. how do you uh, unawkwardly get out of a conversation with the Airbnb renter because yeah. they want to come talk to you and hang well, never, out. Well, never. That's never the other thing. That. Well, well, not all as cool as Wait, you. Wait, they're John. just lonely <laughs> and they want like people over to hang out. Well, if you rent a room in an apartment oh. or something like that, they're like, yeah. "Hey, what's up?" Well, Jess and I did. <laughs> what that. are you doing tonight? We did that for what Pete's wedding. No. <laughs> want to hang out? All the hotels uh, in Alaska for Peak's wedding were super expensive, so we got an Airbnb, and there was like two other people staying there, but like they all had their doors shut, so we're like, oh, that's nice. But there was the one day <laughs> you walked in, they're like, how's it going? I'm like, good, good. Bye. Good night. <laughs> and then you just hear the door clack, My parents <laughs> ran an Airbnb for a little while. Like, people would come into our house and, uh, it was mostly people wanted to talk. Like mostly people, because my stepdad's a really good cook, so they would like charge extra for home cooked meals so you could get dinner and shit. Mm. People mostly wanted to talk to the extent that we had to be like, can you only stay one weekend a month because too many fucking talkative people keep coming into our house. <laughs> it, was, it was kind of intense. Huh. Well, I, I guess I can see conversation during dinner, but they just hang out, keep yeah. chatting. Yeah, like let's watch some TV. I'm like, I don't know you. You're in my goddamn house. That's really weird. <laughs> wait, if you're wait if you're traveling somewhere. Why would you just stay inside at the Airbnb? So it was usually you could be there for work. It was usually oh, people who were staying. We lived close to the airport, mm. so it was usually people who were staying, like had an overnight stay that would stay there for just one Got night, it. didn't have anything to do, and then would leave the next day. That makes oh. sense. Yeah. Whatever. I'd still watch. Infor- rather watch infomercials on TV. I'd learn probably more just that way. sleep. Then, well, this is like what they shoot in the studio. Yeah. There's uh, there's ads for. Little cars that I think probably knocked a few eyes out. Or, yeah, those are the ones that like you rev them up too far and they just shatter and like, <laughs> if, send shards of plastic back into kids' faces. If Danny O'Dwyer, if you're out there, hear me Somewhere. out. Uh, first, make a documentary on Punk Buster. Second, do Nick Arcade, or not Nick Arcade, sorry. Uh, what was it called? Johnny the Arcade? Video Power. Video, video power. power. If you can do a Video Power episode in your docu-series, I'd appreciate it because I would love to know if the show was sold before it was created. Mm. My theory is that the network was like, we sold a bunch of ads for video games and all this kid stuff. We need something to fill this slot. And they went, oh God, so this thing, Mm. I I have a theory that it was created (gasps) out of the need of pre-sold inventory. I'm gonna guess. Oh, small wonder. Is this still it? Yeah, no, no this is That's just like a robot okay. girl that's yeah. violent. It's Small Wonder, right? Yeah, she, there was, never there was watching. Never see this show? Yeah, there was like a little android girl, and yeah. she would do robot things, and wow, wacky family time. Yeah. I think, Adam. Um, she's mentally ill. I think that shows like that were created in the same way that a lot of esports shows are. What's going on here? What, Mega Man Break? What? No, yes, we have no tomatoes. What is that? That's the same thing, I think. <laughs> it's just like the not the, uh, not the cartoon portion of it. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, Naked Porky Pig, all right. about those Tiny Toons? Oh. I would assume that that show was made because there were investors that heard about this hot new video game thing that all mm. the kids are into. Yeah. So that's a demo that we need to grab, and I'll give you $40,000 if you can make me a season of some garbage video game shit. Yeah. 
And that's what was shit out. It was I, made by people who don't know the the thing. They like I contracted just, a cartoon for people just, who don't care. I've been in situations where someone was like, "We already have a million dollar ad buy or whatever on this thing. We need to create a YouTube channel oh, around yeah. it." And it's like, <laughs> yeah. They're like, I don't, I don't speak a foreign language. Like, fine, we'll figure it out. <laughs> and yeah. It's like, okay, well, it's cool. You have three weeks. But I was like, I'm just gonna keep doing what I do, and they're like, well, fine. Yeah. And I'm like, you want me to? You want me to learn Portuguese? And <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, we need episodes in Portuguese. Twenty now. million dollars on the table. Adam. We already sold it. <laughs> it's like, yep. What about the other side and of that, it? Yeah. All the video game studios—they're like, we landed our first like media adaptation deal. I can't wait to see what the final product is. And then it's video power. And they go, <laughs> oh, no, that's enough. the thing about the industry though—is they don't give a fuck. They're yeah, just like, how many people saw it? A million. Excellent. Keep making it. Oh. You don't care what it looks like. For sure. <laughs> I can tell you. What right about now, the creator of Zoinks or whoever Doesn't the care. fuck that like, guy is? How many people watch it? Cool. What's the reach? Excellent. <laughs> there, so mo- mostly yes. I would argue there might be one or two people that originally made the thing that might still be emotionally involved yeah. with it. Two creatives who are over the side crying. Yeah. yeah. But everyone else is just like they're just money men who are just connecting the wires together of like mm. twenty million dollars is in this tube. How do I get it into my tube? And then Adams in in the middle being like, we got a funnel through you, buddy. Yeah. I'm Johnny Arcade. How's your Italian? <laughs> And I'm like, I just love video games. They're like, we're going to use you so much. <laughs> I mean, and that's the challenge. We're going to run you ragged, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> you you're, you're not going to sleep. <laughs> and, then they're gonna, and, then they, and then the season ends. You go, gentlemen, congratulations. Show's a hit. But it's a complete failure. No one's watching it. So we need to <laughs> retool it so people will watch we it. We made and then, $60 million. And then, and then you, what you end up doing is alienating the people who you got to watch the first season. And then God, Adam's playing it all out. Right yeah, yeah. Now. <laughs> no, I'm just saying that's that's what would happen with yeah. the show because the, the, okay, so, then people people watch the show and they're like, eh, it's garbage. But there's enough people stuck around. So then the second season rolls around. Now you alienate the people stuck with you, mm. and then you're pissing off new people because they don't know what this thing is. <laughs> and then you change it again for the third season, and then there's nobody. What if it's trivia? We can involve the audience. Yeah, that well, happened. You, that is that is literally what season two is. But they made a RoboCop episode? I mean, <gasps> whatever. There's probably like a challenge portion where they have to play RoboCop. Garbage yeah. game, by the way. There, that's my hot take for the week. I mean, you watched Nick Arcade, though, right? You saw how awkward those kids were. Oh, I loved Nick Arcade. I, was, I would watch them not have the hand-eye coordination, be able to look at a screen and like interact with the green screen. And I would just sit there going, ah, I'd be so good at this! Alana, you know what Nick Arcade was? No. Um, so in the mid-90s, Nickelodeon announced they are going to do this like kid show where it's like, it's it's half trivia, half like gameplay, like speed runs almost. Like it'd be like a, a challenge or whatever. Mm-hmm. You have to like, like get, get through a, this level. Yeah, get through Sonic faster than the other kid. And it's like it was the coolest thing ever. But then the final stage, you go into the video game. And how do we do that? With the same technology they use to tell the weather on the news. Oh, <laughs> uh, they just green which, screen them? Which is you put kids on kids on a green screen with a few boxes. And they have like a tiny CRT in the corner that they're looking at, and like, uh. Yeah, uh, and it was always like, it would it was, be a city, and then UFOs would come down and start abducting people, so you had to jump up and slap the UFO. Oh, so it's like yeah. iToy. Sure. Yeah, but but, it, but, but, but yeah, you. It yeah. seemed like there was nothing programmatic about it. Like there was just a stagehand who would like hit the button when he saw your hand go over it. <laughs> and then yeah. if like you got hit with a fireball, he'd be like, you lost a life. So they they weren't synced up well at all, yeah. and there was probably a huge shitload of delay between the monitor and what the kid was doing. And the kid had no idea what's going on because yeah. he's in a big green room with four dudes and cameras going, "You're doing great, Thomas." And he's like, and he went through two double doors and a smoke screen. And then what we see as the viewers 
is like he's in the video game. But it's it's really just like a weatherman when he's standing there yeah. doing this. Like he can kind of see what he's doing. But also because it's a screen that they're looking at, they have to like reverse it with their brains. So they're always like <laughs> jumping over and reaching at something when it's on the, the other side. side. And they're just like, oh, wow. oh, oh, oh. slight <laughs> parallel. Yeah. Uh, one time I did mixed reality, which basically <gasps> meant that. We did a sponsored thing where I had to be inside of a VR game. What? So what that involves is putting on your headset, but then also wearing this strap of two cameras on a, on your waist. It weighs 40 pounds. <laughs> so I have this 40-pound thing on my waist with one camera at the front and one camera at the back, like on a pole, that I'm like trying to play VR games, <laughs> trying to move with this 40-pound thing digging into my fucking hips. You have like straps over oh. you. I had bruises all oh, over me. God, and, and it like the shots they used were like five minutes worth of shots. I was like, oh, it looks cool, I guess. So, like, and I had to take breaks and have two, because <laughs> there were only men on the shoot, have two men hold up each side of it for me to take a break. So they like come over here and like, <laughs> lift one side, the other one would lift the other side. I'm just sitting there like, oh, God. It's it was future. terrible. <laughs> but yeah. it looked cool. I bet someone like John watched that video and was like, Alana's garbage in yeah. here. <laughs> I couldn't do this. It was she's so, like, I'm dying, But they'd also dying. be like, hey, can you all lift your hands higher so we can get them in the shot? And it would be like, all right. Or like sometimes it'd be like, make sure you keep looking forward. I'm like, it's VR. I'm supposed to be able to look around. They're like, no, you got to no, have your arms not. with you at all times. Like, it was fucking insane. Uh, Probably think, like a million dollar shoot. I don't know. Well, things like The Void now and like, the mixed reality, like escape rooms and stuff they're doing, maybe Nick Arcade could survive. <gasps> yeah. Maybe it could come back, like Zelda. I mean, there, there, there was a wave of like, the VR bubble has come and gone. Uh, How dare you? I mean, it has. I yes. mean, yeah, analogs to <laughs> it like has, but fuck you. esports, and then before that, just video game shit in general, like post crash video game new wave shit. <laughs> There are waves in games media where, yes, like... post-Crash Bandicoot, indeed. Yeah, indeed. Yes. Uh, Crash Bandicoot really <laughs> changed the game. Nerds. Um, <laughs> there, yeah, there are times when, like, yeah, even at Rooster Teeth, and, and they're super accommodating about it, so don't let me give the wrong idea. If we were in another company, it would be less friendly, but there are times where they'll come in and be like, so there's a lot of money in blank, in, like, mm. eSports. What do you guys think about that? Right. And if we can come up with something that actually makes sense and might be entertaining, then they follow forward with, like, a pitch process, but... Man, with stuff like that, it's just... I've usually done the opposite, which sounds like what Adam has done. Like, mm -hmm. This especially happened when I worked on TV. That would be like, all right, sales sold this. Make it. Yep. You're like, mm -hmm. what? We definitely have experience in that sort Rooster of environment. He's really, too. really good about that. Yeah. Being yeah. like, does this sales thing make sense? What can you pitch to make it work? Usually companies function opposite, where the sales team is like, this has made us a million dollars. You have to deliver it by this date. And it's a thing you don't care about or want to make or that would make sense to the audience. And like, make it. Like, mm -hmm. fuck. Yeah. Well, just coming <laughs> off that, Facebook bought Oculus and they have deep pockets. So they were funding a lot of media on Facebook about VR to try and jump up, drum up interest. And as far as I can tell, none of it hit. Because it's, 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 it's too guys, early. Do you guys hear that that dude left Facebook? The, the, yeah, the, the co-founder. The co-founder, yeah. yeah, because they're not doing Rift 2 or yeah. something. Mark that, Zuckerberg? Well, yeah. so yeah, it's him. himself. They put out a press release saying like, "Oh, we're still totally committed to like high-end, high-tech VR, but no, we're not doing Rift yeah. 2." <laughs> and then the they Oculus is still solid though. It's my favorite of the bunch. The new one they announced seems kind of cool if they can use it. Was it the Odyssey or the Voyage or something? Like something that? like that, but it, it's more of like it, it's as phones are becoming like they're sort of plateauing, but they're like becoming slowly more powerful like a phone is basically your VR device, right? And it's like, okay, well, if you can just get a bunch of people on a laser team, in a laser team room or whatever, laser tag room, then uh, that could be fun, right? Yeah. Like, mixed reality, because apparently the new headset can, like, read trackers and stuff, and, like, you can, like, build sets and do stuff like that. I'm like, that's cool. 
that's interesting, yeah. but we're still not anywhere close where it should be. So I think in like Vancouver or Denver or somewhere, there is a... That's the void. Well, no. It's laser tag. Oh. It's uh, multiplayer laser tag where everyone wears a headset and it's all VR, mm. but you're just in this big black room with like big cubes and stuff that's all built nice. in it. Renders it out. Yeah. yeah, I did room scale. Like it was a full warehouse uh, VR co-op with a really? friend. Yeah, it's it's a giant room. It's called Zero Latency. It's in Melbourne, and it's this huge room that you just walk around. But like the VR like loops you through hallways, so you you feel like you're traveling a lot further than you are. But mm -hmm. it'll tell you at the end how much you've walked, and it was like two kilometers or something. It was like wow. we walked a lot. That's but badass. Yeah, sometimes it splits you up, so you go in different directions and then loops you back in. It's it's really cool, and you just have this. Um, laptop on your back to run everything, and there's just cameras everywhere in them. I think 160 of them or something. I don't remember the exact number, but it was cool. Can yeah. you imagine a Zelda like that, where it is VR, and you can just explore VR anywhere. Zelda? Hell yeah, dude. They, they did a slight alteration of Skyrim for VR, but did I didn't work. like Skyrim VR. Um, but yeah, man, just, just the co combination of having a huge atmospheric world that you can explore at your own pace by yourself. A, a Metroid, I think, would work really well in VR, too. Hmm. Yeah. Metroid Prime was kind of like, kind of there. My favorite VR game is still Kronos, which is an interesting one because it's a fixed camera. Hmm. Which is, it's just like mm. old school Resident Evil fixed Wait. camera. Wait, it's a survival horror? No. Oh. Just the cameras like that. Oh, it gotcha. It is okay. a, uh, it's made by Gunfire who are making Darksiders 3. Hmm. Um, How is it VR then? So you're in VR, but you just, you just have to move your head side to side and then it'll swap camera depending on where you've walked the character. So you're like ah. watching it, but it's it's really cool because it's this beautiful world that even though it's a fixed camera, you can like look up as far as you want, and the scale is just so impressive. And huh. because it's fantasy setting, just you know, there's an area with these huge trees, and even though you have to walk from the left side of the screen to the right side, you're still looking at everything. And my favorite mechanic in that game, which would only work in VR, is there are enemies that only move if you're looking at them, but it means if you're looking at them. So you move your player ah. while staring at them, and then if you move, like if you're like, okay, my player's off screen, I need to look, then they'll start moving and you'll hear them moving. Uh. So you're like trying to walk through areas while staring at these things, and like it's terrifying if you aren't looking at oh them because they just slowly move. Yeah, <laughs> it's very, very cool. Hmm. Really good game. You know what else is cool? Leg Comfort with Muggsy Jeans, podcast sponsor. <laughs> uh, so this is that a new is one. Cool. Yeah, was, uh, was, was churning on that one for a while. Let me throw this up here on the old monitor. Cover up, cover up our good friend Johnny Arcade. Oh, bye, no! Johnny. I know. We need to come up with cool. I mean, you were dead pixel for a while. Trying to think of what our cool <sighs> online handles are. Yeah, something cool. The Radinator. Yeah. Hold Whoa. on. Though. The old Wi-Fi's got to click in. You get to see my cool Chrome theme until then. Uh, but Muggsy, they're kind of a new sort of. It's kind of a new fabric. It's like stretch fabric. It's space age tech. Uh, they say they own their ridiculous comfort to the high tech fabrics which include materials like synthetic silk and a bunch of other technical stuff they won't waste your time talking about, which I'm frustrated by because I would like them to talk about it. Uh, they actually sent me a pair, and my God, my God, they're comfortable. So they're not full-on jeggings or anything like that. They're kind of like a half-step between like stretchy legging fabric and jeans, so they're still thick. Uh, they're still, uh, they still got that punch to them, like a little weight to them, and a, like it won't show off all your lumps, but it will be very comfortable and conceal some of them. Uh, they say that they're soft, breathable, and ridiculously flexible. You won't be able to wear any other jeans again. You can literally sleep in these jeans. And they make sitting at a desk all day feel like a dream. I can attest to all those things because thank you, Muggsy, for sending me a pair. Oh my gosh, we need to get a, like, yeah. we need to get an access point in here or something. It's working. Yeah, they finally finally came up. But yeah, they they don't also like they don't look like jeggings or anything mm. like that. 
I know that that was hot for a couple of, couple of minutes back in the day. But yeah, they look like actual jeans. They're just a little stretchier, a little, for, little more form-fitting. Uh, I know as a, as a girthy man, often I would wear jeans that never quite fit right, especially in the thigh, just a large thighed individual. So I would just, like my thighs would be choked all day uh, because either I had to get jeans that were just abnormally large in the waist so they would fit in the thigh, but then they would just be super billowy and make me look even worse than I already did. Uh, that won't be the issue here because even when they stretch, they're still super comfy and breathable. Uh, they also think uh, that you should have a chance to try it for yourself. If you think it's good, too good to be true, no worries. The guys at Mugsy are so confident you'll love your Mugsies, which is a fun thing to say. They have a free, no-hassle return policy, so you have nothing to lose by giving Mugsy a try. Uh, do your legs a favor, they say. Go to MugsyJeans.com, that's M-U-G-S-Y, Jeans.com, to get a pair of the most comfortable men's jeans in the world, and use code DUDE, D-U-D-E, for $10 off. So once more, that's MugsyJeans.com, code DUDE, for $10 off your order. Thank you, Mugsy Jeans, for the sponsorship and for the jeans. I was going to wear them today, but I'm, I'm, I actually like them so much I want to take care of them. So I put them through the wash, and then I hung them to dry. But it's actually been kind of damp, bizarrely, marine layer and all that shit. So they were still not dry this morning. And uh, when you ride a motorcycle, you can't be wearing wet pants, because I'm already cold enough. Huh. Shrinkage. Mm. Indeed. When that, uh, that Insta-Dry... What's that, a hair dryer? You could hang like a dryer rack on the back of your motorcycle. Oh, <gasps> genius. And then yeah. just bike with no pants on? And then maybe uh -huh. like, get like two more wheels and a second seat. Yeah. And a couple seats in the back. Uh-huh. That's smart. Not bad. I or you could attach to a kite. Ooh. And while That's you so drive, good. you just fly your clothes I get in an accident, the pants yeah. will be safe. Yeah. And, then and it will, the, the pants will keep going and they'll lift you up and they'll fly you away from the accident and keep you safe. Perfect. Oh, if you rip your pants in the accident, then you just pull them back down and you've got new pants yeah. immediately. You've you got to pop your bones back into place, but... That's fine, you've got pants. <laughs> pants work. The pants, they, they make it work. They put your bones back in place for you. Kids love pants. Kids love pants. Can't get enough pants. All right, let's, let's net hard. We're at, the, we're at the end of the show here. So last week... Uh, Very excited. I, this is my favorite segment. John and Adam, let me catch up to speed here. So this is sure. the ultimate Pokemon battle. Wow. This is one man's journey to mm -hmm. masturbate to every single Pokemon in the Pokedex. And this is done looking only at the picture from the Pokedex. Unless he finds it too hard. Yeah, and then he'll go, use then he'll, Rule 34. Yeah. So let's see here. There's a little FAQ. Let me open that over here. So he's, he's up to like... He's, he's a number of weeks in. Yeah. He does multiple Just a, a day. He's a man on a mission. Yeah, yeah. so do you use Rule 34? Uh, he says, I go to the official Pokemon sprite list and use that. I only use the picture that's there unless it's gut-wrenching slash impossible, like Graveler or something. Or and then and only then, I will go to Rule 34. I spend as little time on there as I can to keep it as authentic as possible. I'll pick one picture I like and stick with it until I'm done. Then I'll go back to the official list. I limit my R34 usage to one Pokemon a week. So he uses a Pokemon sprite. Yeah. Because there's a sprite, but then in like he the, uses the, like the manual, official. there's the drawing. Well, of him. he's using the sprite. He he wow. listed he listed the official. The, here's here's the list that he's using. Oh, the that's very a drawing. Official then. Pokemon database. Oh, it's higher res sprites. Yeah. Okay. This is, we're not talking about red and blue here. Yeah, that's what I was expecting. And he's doing this every day. Yeah. He's doing multiple a day. Yeah. So he's he's, he's been averaging two okay. or three a day. Which is like obviously difficult. I was gonna say if you go like a week and a half without even anything like... You can get off to anything. Basically yeah. like the thought of toast, you're like, God, I'm so hard right now. <laughs> so he's on week 19, <laughs> yeah. as you can see here. Wednesday was Sizor and Shuckle. 
Thursday, Heracross, Sneasel. Friday, Teddy. What? Teddy Osa. It's a thingy. big old bear. Ursa Ring. This opportunity, by the way, is Slug he could be live streaming his crotch on like Pornhub or Chatter Bay. That's or true. One of those he could live stream it. Yeah, yeah. Then nobody would have any questions. Well, because now, now it's like a game's done quick because you have the schedule. Uh, so you're bad, you can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's 16 kind of Oh sick. no, it's taking a toll on his body. Uh, Ursa Ring was yeah. very difficult because it looks like a grizzly bear and I'm absolutely terrified by grizzly bears. Plus, how do you fuck a 300 pound bear? Mm. How do you not? There was no best this week, they all sucked. <laughs> See you next week. Yeah, they are all pretty bad. Right. So wait, is he 200 in? Is he? Did he start from Pokemon 1? Yeah. Wow. Which is bulbous. Well, I mean, he's, he's like a fourth a of the way through. Okay. So yeah, he, There's 800 and something? He summarized week 1 through 9 here. Uh, he, his his record keeping has gotten a lot better as as he's been going on, but yeah, hmm. he he took a day off for his birthday. And that's allowable. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what Pokemon would I fuck? It's it's God it's of not, War. It's not. Can you search God of War just so everyone can see that it's clearly the most fuckable Pokemon? God of War. Guard of War. Right. Yeah, I enjoy that game. God de. I think it's de. There you go. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right. She looks like a pretty you princess. Could totally fuck up. That's that's gonna be an easy one. Right. Yeah. I guess. There's, yeah. But like in the game, she looks I'm, she looks even more like a human woman. Okay, but I'm like I'm filling in a lot of the gaps there. Yeah, you. I mean, Whoa, you have to. Slacking. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, piece of slaying though. Yeah. I guess you can make that work. Is that like nice. a? Oh, there's a wait. There's He's twerking his nipple right now in that picture. Yeah. yeah, you're right. I am aroused. He is a sexy, lazy He's Pokemon. A big boy. That's 289. That's coming up. Yeah. Let's see. Where, where is he at? What's, hey, what's next week? Here? Hey, fit, He's on fit all that sex two. in a Pokeball. You tell me. <laughs> so he's up to 226. So, yeah, what's the next one? He might have already done it because it's like day oh, by day. But all right, so who's, who's, who are they up against now? He's on to two. He's a little higher. He's about to be done with Generation Two. Yeah. So he's uh, up to uh, Skarmory. Skarmory and Houndour. Oh, Houndour and Houndoom. Oh, he's got to jack off to dogs and seahorses. Yeah, Oof. but he's already done that. Yeah, quite a bit actually. One. Oh, oh Milton, that's gonna be easy. Look at all those nips. Yeah, I feel like you could get off to. Oh god, that's hot. What a strange detail to add to a Pokemon. Ooh, the abilities are thick fat and scrappy. Ooh. And sap zipper. Sap zipper. Oh, I'm gonna make sure All you're right. sap. Alright. So that's entry number one, reigning champ from last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of Pokemon to masturbate to, a lot of a lot of great stuff. That's uh, followed up by this was a recommendation by a, a viewer slash listener. It's a YouTube channel that adds health bars to prominent scenes in movies and TV shows. Interesting. To represent the combat going on. So I saw this recently with, um, oh, what was that movie that just came out? Infinity War. Thanos yeah. versus Hulk. So yeah, there's there's all kinds of... Ah, uh, yes, the best Disney film. What happened? Home on the Range battle. This was Disney? I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, this was the last 2D Disney movie. Thought Princess and the Frog was. Well, that was no, later. that's when they brought it. That uh, was when they brought it back. Oh, I haven't seen anyone. This was like down. I think after they acquired Pixar and John Lasseter got elected to head of Disney Animation. I like that little skeezy guy. In Why are there so many extra sound? There might be another show on. Oh, there might be. I was, like that also might be to cover con- or like get them to not do content ID. There was totally another thing going. 
His reputation yeah, none of these health bars are moving. Come on. Oh, it's three minutes long. Jeez. It's way too long. Come on. Wait, did we need all this? All this well, they need to do... Okay, it's sort of went down at the very end. If he hasn't done it yet, he needs to do the scene in Robocop. The original where he breaks into the... Like the, the crack lab or whatever, the meth lab, the drug lab. And all the guy's health bar should be just one. And his is just never... His, he's at 999, and it's never going down. <laughs> Or the They Live fight. Yeah, that's a, that'd be a good one. Okay, these are all movies I haven't seen, so I don't know you don't if want they're goose, correct. You don't want Goosebumps spoiled for you? <laughs> you haven't seen Goosebumps the movie? No, I'd way Come better on, things to do. Adam. Look at I, all these health bars. You got Praying Mantis, Slappy, Blob, Murder the Clown, Ghouls, Abominable Snowman. Everyone's at number what, at, at Okay. Oh. Yeah, he, he actually includes most of the movie before the fight scene happens. We are three minutes in and not one health bar has gone down. That Champ has Champ. gone down a portion. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there goes Mummy. Gone. His health bar didn't go down. They just yeah, deleted right. him. They just deleted God him. Gotten went down by one. Oh, because they were shattering. That's this cool. guy's lazy. <laughs> They're just getting sucked into a vortex. All right, hold on. Let's let's find something a little more. Oh, it's the it clown. It's murder the clown. Like how R.L. Stein is up there. Uh, gosh, yeah, uh, we need something a little. St what's Stan Lee's health bar at? Ooh, Ant Man and the Wasp. But he never gets six minutes long. I can't. I he can't do these. I'm sorry. He probably just thinks it needs the is, context. What? The? Oh wait. Go back. Sorry. There's no way it's better than this. The Hotel Transylvania one had 9.5 million views. Because people think it's pornography. Oh. <laughs> Where's the needle? Oh yeah. There's a, a whole bunch of. I mean, I'll sit here and watch Get the Henry Cavill. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see this scene again. That's a good ass shot. You know what's weird? I remembered. I remember thinking that Fallout was not a very like lighthearted film, but there were totally like comedic moments in it. Oh yeah, when he unplugs his air tank. Yeah, and like when those dudes come in and think that they're all fucking in the bathroom stall, and when he punches him in the throat. <laughs> I never saw the movie. You're watching it right now. It feels like it. Wait, you didn't see it? I know, it was like in and out of theaters, and we were traveling and doing other oh, stuff. Oh man, that sucks. This is the best I agree. Scene in the movie. Yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, yeah, I'm more impressed by, by this one. Although I'll just watch this scene and be done with it. And now that it has health bars, it I'm enjoying be, it even more. It seems to be playing at like 1.25 speed. It's definitely got a frame drop. No, this is how fast it was, but like the frame rate's all fucked up. Oh yeah, it's dropping frames. Come on, Cavill. Let's see you load those you guns, baby. probably had some render issues. There we so go. So the way this trailer originally came out, it looked like Henry Cavill and Tom Cruise were fighting yeah. each other. I didn't know they were in on it together. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot about this movie that the trailer sort of misdirected you about. Interesting. Yeah. No, they're both they're both getting their shit rocked by this crazy Asian dude. How about Henry Cavill as the next 007? Thoughts? He can be in everything. He's already Geralt. He's Geralt. He's Superman. He's new Ethan Hunt. Why not? Unless they killed him in this movie. Did they kill him? They killed him, didn't they? Just say they killed him. That sucks. Well, gonna, they... You gotta watch it, You though. think Tom Cruise would allow that? Another star Sorry, to I, take I got, over? I was, I've been distracted by the movie. Uh, I'm, ready to, I'm ready to vote. All right. Uh-oh, what did I just click on? I don't know. Wait, can, Sorry, you, just, can you sort that channel by, like, views? views? Oh, sure, yeah. All right. What's the name of the channel? GD2? Yeah, why not? What's GD1? Wait, it says user is rockbandstar02. Yeah, rockbandstar02. Uh, Space Jam, last three games with health bars. 13 million? Why? 
Wow, we're screwing up. We need to get in this this business. Look really? at all those Jesus. plus million. It's all like meme. Meep versus Mitch. This is millennial meme shit. Wraparound stuff. Every time they dunk a ball, it gets ten percent faster. I suspect it probably views so well because he's putting in titles of popular movies that people are searching for. Yeah, I, yeah, I think this is like toddlers tapping on stuff on YouTube Kids. Yeah, maybe. Well, I guess property of Marvel Studios really big on the thumbnail. Yeah. That'll work. All right, let's throw it to the vote. Uh, Adam, who do you think's nothing harder? The guy who's jacking off to every Pokemon or the guy who's adding health bars to every movie action scene? Uh, the creepo who's uh, jerking it to Pokemon. Amen. Uh, here, hold on. Let me, let me, let me let this roll the, in the background. The, the guy, the guy. I, while I appreciate what also, he's doing, the, the thumbnail I, is Mola Bunny doing a push-up. Yeah. Well picked. Yeah. No. Look. <laughs> you got while, while I appreciate what you're doing, sir or madam, um, you didn't create this. Whereas this other guy is creating something, semen, <laughs> and a lot That's of it. Point. Yes. You are just adding to what already exists. This man is pulling from the insides of his body and pulling something new out. It's true. And giving yeah. it to the world. Yep. Or Sorry. his trash can. Uh, Alana. I feel like John should get accepted okay. last week. John, who are you voting for? Well, uh, you know, there's a lot of different avenues we could go down. How much, I think, uh, the avenue I'd like to go down is how much effort is being put forth. Health bars. Put it in three minutes of the of the movie before even any damage is done. No, thank you. How much effort does it take to masturbate sixteen times a week? That's what I want to know. More. How would you? You probably burn a fair bit of calories. Are you, are you implying that you don't know what it takes to masturbate sixteen times a week? Uh, I do have questions about how he manages to multiple days masturbate three times in one day. You can do it. I know. Do you do morning, yeah. you do lunch break, and then well, you do nighttime? How does he do it with like yeah. his full-time job? And right. Oh, in a given <laughs> evening, you could you could crank out three. I guess. Really? I mean, I don't know. I guess he has a mission, but like... If I'm not doing anything... I never really feel like, compelled to... Why not? Yeah. What else am I doing? Why not? Uh, yeah, but every day? I feel like maybe one day a week. Mm. Every day? Three times? When the, when the birds are chirping and the sun is shining, sometimes it just, you get in the mode. Anyway, so John, am I, am I to infer from your, your spirited delivery that you're not a fan of health bars? I don't give a fuck about these health bars. Okay. Masturbation all the way. <laughs> Amen. Somebody clipped that out. <laughs> yeah, his, that dude's health bars must be taking a hit. Mm. Alana, who are you voting for? Just for I would have also game. voted for the Pokemon guy. All right. I think this, you know, you're doing good work. The children like it, I think. They'd probably, <laughs> that, that is probably harder to edit than it would seem. Um, but the other one, I think, is harder than, I think masturbating to every Pokemon is more difficult. Lola, no. Oh, so and that it's was more a, internet. God. Didn't Michael Jordan just invest in a video game company or something? Did he? Yeah, something like that. No. He just realized. So have you heard about these things called video games? I mean, they, Kids love them. I don't know. <laughs> They're like, you got lots of money. You want to invest in something that might make more money? Does he have sure. lots of money? Hasn't he gambled it all away? Guys, VR thought, game where you get to like slap around Lola Bunny a little bit. That Not like that. Already I mean, exists. more like the hand simulator. Oh, yeah, it does? Probably. Probably. You can like... I'm sure there's the a Lola Bunny in VR chat. You can you can track Lola Bunny back to how people's like furry addiction started. Oh yeah. Well, there's it's so around there. That's a, such a fascinating chicken mm. or egg conundrum because without Gadget McQuack, no, what was her name? Gadget Socket Wrench. I don't uh -huh. know the Chip and Dale. Oh yeah, Gadget. Yeah. 
She had a last name. Uh, the doesn't, Russian cult taught me that. Matter, yeah. But anyway, I wonder if like, are they furries first and then they see a hot bunny? Or did the hot bunny put it in their head that you could have sex with a, a hot animal? I think it's, I mean, Chicken or the egg. Yeah, this right? is, if you all have ever seen Terry Zwigoff's uh, documentary, Crumb, where he follows around Robert Crumb's family, the perv cartoonist, uh, he found himself attracted to Bugs Bunny when he was like four years old. So maybe it's a like... Bugs, though? Oh. Yeah. Maybe it's like when your brain first develops those like nerve endings or whatever of like a- attraction and stuff. And you're watching a cartoon, and that and that's when like those nerves connect. That you're just like, goo. I suspect that people have wanted to have sex with animals for longer than cartoons have existed. Oh, for sure. Because sure, yeah. humans are a mess. But I think. Thank you. I haven't seen a whole lot of like anthropo- anthropomorphizing of animals out through history. I mean, there's like Japanese sumie shit of like mm. squids getting it down with ladies, but they're not like hunky. Ripped ab squids, which is what you'd see yeah, now. Yeah, furries are a different thing. It's the next evolution, because, like, you know, old hieroglyphs, you don't see, like, any three-dimensional drawings. It's all 2D from the side. So this is the next step of evolution in mankind is furries. furries. <laughs> I don't know. It's a good show. Good question. Hell of a... Good question. So we'll leave you with that. That's your parting thought for this week. Do we have a, what, what special events are going on this week in the Funhouse world? I forgot to, I usually like to do a little update at the end of the show. We have officially started production on Arizona Circle, so yeah. that's exciting. Uh, a, lot of the, a lot of the team are right down the hall, right away. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. They're working hard, and I know that because uh, yesterday I went in to ask a question, and I opened the door, and everyone slowly <laughs> stopped and Children of the Corn turned and looked at me, and I asked a question, and no one answered me, and just kept staring. John, so I just—it's interesting hearing it from your perspective because I was in the room. You, you're really good at coming in at like the worst time. (laughs) So, one of those times is when everyone's in the middle of writing something or coming with ideas in a writing's writer's room, and you boast up in the door and go, "Free lunch!" Everyone goes. Like, what? Anyway. I was told to gather people. Hey, you did it. Uh, Ultimate McNasty brings up a good point. Zeus was fucking women as animals for decades. True. But again, mm. not as like a hunky, ripped goose, just as a normal goose, mm-hmm. and somehow also impregnated. Your brain one. fills in the blanks. There's also sirens, the like mermaids, you know? Yeah. Half woman, half How Mermaids, yeah. Done. But mermaids, that's like the fever dream of sailors who just want to see titties. Uh, it's not so much yeah, like. Yeah, but how do you fuck a mermaid? I'll show you. I have a sheath. <laughs> What is that? Why did you say it so threateningly? Give me a boat and a a crew and I'll show you how it's done. I just... Thank you, Lash. (laughs) (laughs) Immediately sinks It's a rock sinks. Yeah, because I'm drunk. To me, the one thing that is sort of heartwarming that the human race has not changed, despite everything around us changing, is that sailors wanted to see titties so bad they would fling themselves over a boat just because they saw like a rock that kind of looked like boobs. (gasps) They'd be like, oh, I need it! We've all been there. It probably happened to like one guy and it just Yeah, it just goes and goes. Yeah. I mean that happens to me all the time driving down the road. I go, was that a woman? And I and I yeah. swerve my car and I almost run over an old lady. Yeah. Yeah. That happens to me I all it. the time. Me too, dude. It's romantic. Yeah. Hey, that's that's our Legend of Zelda. Or Link's driving down the road, he thinks he sees a titty, crashes his mm-hmm. car, and then he goes on an adventure. It was a stop yeah. sign. It's like <laughs> I don't it's been a while. You could, oh, what if you masturbated to every road sign? That would take even longer. Do you think? How many road signs are there? 
a lot. Thousands. Not every individual not, not, one. Yeah, just every, every kind, kind of road sign. sign. Oh, every individual road so sign? So like every every speed limit like sign. Like a stop sign, you're just a like, I'm not sign. gonna. But Listen, stop sign, four-way stop is different. mentally fucked up if you see a stop sign, you're like, yeah. Because then well, you're yeah, you'd be to the word stop, which mm-hmm. is not great. Give way, sure. Well, you can settle You can settle on a different safe word. It doesn't have to be stop. Yeah. Crest. That's what do you think, Adam? Crest ahead. Yeah, Adam, what do you think? Thanks for watching, everybody. Thank you.